Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the episode. You can follow me on social media at Galen Trombley. I hope you enjoy the show. Greetings. Please hold for a very important message. Light speed sequence initiated. How may I help you? Bonjour. Security breach. The truth shall set you free. <laughs> awesome. It's a miracle. Welcome, everybody. Episode 246, Galen Trombley Show. Uh, Returning guests, I think still the... Hasn't been on in a while, and I still think the frontrunner of most guest appearances ever on the podcast. Um, She is back as a mother of... She left with no kids. She came back as a mom of two. So our guest today, um, Anna Hewitt Channel... Friend of the podcast, probably my favorite <laughs> guest. So I love most of my – I should say most. I love all my guests that come on. There's – most of my guests like stand out as being like fun, fun people. And there's a select few who rise to the top and Anna is one of them. Tippy, tippy top. You might actually be the top. You're literally the person that's been on the most. Um, <laughs> we just talk about nonsense. So folks, if you want to hear something – if you want to hear entertainment, keep listening. If you want to hear something <laughs> – that's worth listening to. Probably turn it off. It's all good. Who it's cares? just a bunch of nonsense. We're, we're here. Scott Couture is going to listen to it. Shout out to Scott. Um, if that, that Scott, you might be the only one, but that's fine. Um, Scott, also friend of the show, multiple podcast guests. Need to have him back on um, soon because I always like talking to Scott. So, uh, yeah. Okay, Anna, floor is yours. I mean, it sounds crazy when you're like, yeah, you had no kids and now you're a mother of two. Um, has that slowed you down at all? So I, this is it. You walked in. I prepped the girls. I said, well, one of the girls, obviously Jen's met you a lot of times, but I was like, this is kind of what Anna's like. And then within the first like <laughs> two minutes, you're just like, ding, 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 ding. I'm like, there you go. I wasn't lying. So Anna, give us give us a rundown. How's life changed? Um, I mean, actually, I looked the last time I was on. It was actually a very long time ago. So since- You know when it was? Wasn't it your 100th episode? No, you've been on since then. No, I think that was the last one. It was 200th. No, there's no way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So I've moved to a new house. I got pregnant. So I got pregnant. We moved and I had babies. been over nine months, right? Yep. And I had uh, NICU twin graduates. Wait, how old are the boys now? They're four months today. Yeah, so it's been over a year. That's Mm -hmm. wild. Yeah. Okay, because I never, I don't think I ever came on while I was pregnant. Oh, wow. You're right. Yeah. Episode 200? It's because I was sober, you know? It's not as fun. That's not as fun. <laughs> not as fun. Uh, speaking of that, we have uh, lime margaritas today as the drink of choice. Yep. Cut brought water. by the go- uh, the ghost. The ghost. Brought by the guest. <laughs> um, it's already already turning sloppy. But um, wow. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't, I, I don't even think I was And you pregnant. weren't even like a co-guest of anybody. No, it was, we had champagne to celebrate your... Wow, that was yeah. episode two. I don't even know when Because Jen that was. had the balloons on the wall, I remember. I looked like last night. I was like, when's the last time I did this? And that's when I was like, holy cow, like literally my whole life is completely different than when um, we did that episode. Dave, turn, turn, push, angle the mic a little bit more. There you go. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, that's fine. Just um, chances of conceiving twins type of multiple pregnancies are low, but twins occur naturally one out of every 250 pregnancies. Um, and I had die-die twins. What's that mean? Die-die 
two sperm, two eggs. So it's like two separate pregnancies just at the same time. Oh. So they're not identical. They're fraternal. Um, So they're like their own. They're basically their own two children. They didn't split. So twins that are identical can split. Um, I think it's the egg that splits. Don't quote me. I don't know. But um, mine are like completely different. I'm reading now. <laughs> Nine per thousand to twelve. Oh, so the amount of twin births are currently twelve out of every one thousand births. Yep, and it's it's going up because of IVF and stuff. You're more likely c- to conceive twins through cool. like in vitro and everything. But mine were naturally everybody. So you know what's funny? Whenever I told people that I was having twins, the aside from people asking if they're identical. Um, the number one question I got, which always caught me off guard because I'd never asked somebody this was, oh, did you conceive them naturally? Everybody wanted to know if I got, that, I like did it myself. That's weird. Because I'm not kidding you. It, it, the first like 10 times it happened, I was like, that is such an odd question. How, but people always ask me. How long ago do you think that became a question? Meaning like um, at what point in time was that, you know, like think about stuff now. Probably like 15 years ago. You think it's that long? Probably. I would say it's been within the last like 10 tops. Oh, probably 10. Yeah. Is my guess. Because I think so many things happen that like we hear in society and we're like, I would never would have heard that 10 years ago. But yeah. now it's like a normal thing. I mean, there's plenty of things yep. in the world. Like, but. Yeah. Um, and everybody wanted to know. They were like, did you conceive them naturally? I'm like, yes, I did the work. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I carried them too. Did all the, did it all. Um, yeah. See the die die. I don't know how to say that word. Dis- this right here? Yes. So fraternal is... They have their own sacs, their own placentas. They have everything separate. So if, if so it's I, an identical, that means two sperm, one egg. So there's these things called... Um, mo- like modi is a type of twin. There, I think modi might be the most common. I think that's when you share the placenta, but you have more complications. So like when I gave birth, they each had their own separate... Almost like their own separate like birth setup in a way. Um, so when I got wheeled into the room to give birth, each baby had a twin of a twin team basically. Cause we delivered over at UVM. Um, yeah, right there. Mono identical twins. A single egg is fertilized to form to form one and then divides into two separate. So yeah, that's the split. Hmm. So yeah, we didn't split. We had die, die hmm. and they're fraternal. But yeah, when we gave birth, each twin had their own team of people. We had two people, three people there because we had two placentas. We had like literally everything separate. That's so wild. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, what's the hardest part of twins? Um, so the first two months were a little chaotic because we had some um, we had some setbacks. They had colic which about a week after I brought them home from the hospital, because they were NICU um, boys, they were in the hospital for a little bit of time. Um, so I didn't really have a, a regular like, oh, give birth, have them in your hospital room, that sort of thing. Um, I had to visit them in the NICU. And when I got discharged, I went home alone. Like I didn't have babies with me. Yeah, that was weird. It was hard. But I knew very early on, I was suspicious that they had um, dairy intolerances. I was like, they something is not right. Digestively, something's off. Nobody really believed me. Um, everybody kind of dismissed me. And in the meantime of all of this happening, they were very colicky and very uncomfortable. So we were dealing with a lot of crying, like a lot. We had double, double babies screaming and uncomfortable and constipated and could not go to the bathroom, very unhappy. 
they ended up about two months into it they had a dairy intolerance because they developed rashes on their necks which is a sign they're allergic to something Mm -hmm. we switched their formula and their diets over to um dairy free and within three days i'm not kidding you i had different babies like the crying was like completely gone almost is it all just formula can you breastfeed if they have yeah breastfeed well if you're breastfeeding you also have to go dairy free because okay. it That's, can be in the milk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes more so sense. So I breastfed the first month that they were um, babies. And then it got to be really hard because because they were preemies, once they were taught, because they had to learn how to eat. They, they weren't born with the instincts to suck. So they had feeding tubes. Um, and um, I think they told me it's during week 36, they neurologically developed the sense to suck and eat. It's a, it's a whole thing that they have to learn to suck, swallow, and breathe. It's like... It's hard for them. And when they're born prematurely, it doesn't come natural. So that's why we were in the NICU and NTS is we had to teach them how to eat. Um, and that they were having regular dairy, but that's when I was breastfeeding. Um, but then when we got them home, they stopped breastfeeding pretty quickly after because they realized the bottle is easier because you don't have to like stimulate or work as hard. The bottle just gives it to you. <laughs> so eventually they were like throwing temper tantrums if I tried to breastfeed. Um, and pumping when you have to take care of two babies was so hard because I needed to always have one of them usually on me. Um, so are are you, is it right now just formula? Yeah, they're formula babies right now. Um, I would think the hardest part, and again, I'm not a mom and I've never had twins in our family, but if you, I would think just like the schedule of napping and sleeping and eating and it's like it took had, a while yeah like we've had multiple kids that were close in age but mm-hmm. they were still like slightly different so to have two newborns mm-hmm. at the same time is wild and i also the the other thing for you or like you guys is that the twins were your first kids so not yeah. only was it like it's yep. not like you had one where like we kind of know what's going on it's like yeah. oh here's two and you don't know what the f's going on yep and i i remember uh our first kid mm-hmm. was I remember being so tired um, the first handful of days and that tiredness was never replicated with baby two or three, Mm -hmm. but I was so exhausted. But I think a lot of it was like baby sleeping and then you're just like a parent. You have no clue what you're doing. Like, is this kid going to like wake up alive? Which they do. They're, they're totally self. I mean, I say self-sufficient. They can breathe. They can do all the stuff normally. And uh, I just remember being like paranoid sitting there like they're crying do i have to do anything like they're crying do i have to do anything and they're like yeah no, just let them cry i'm like okay and then you're sitting there like yeah do i check them now and like no, so you don't that's know what you're also doing. the problem we have is letting them cry sometimes is worse because they wake the, the other yeah. twin up so yeah. we're constantly battling uh do you let them cry actually now they're like really really good they're trained they're on a schedule they have like 90 to 100 minute wake windows right now and then they're good they go down for a cat nap they nap for like 25 30 minutes but like they're wild right now. Like they're using the bouncers and stuff. They're like kicking. Their uh, James is just now starting to roll over, um, but like they need the naps. But the problem is letting them cry it out and stuff is like, oh my god, like they're gonna it, like James is gonna wake Elliot up because he's louder, or mm-hmm. Elliot's gonna wake James up because James has FOMO. James does not want to miss anything, so he hears Elliot. He's like, oh, it's time to go. Like we gotta go play. Like let's I go. I can't even imagine. And I'm like, dude, take your nap. Like go to sleep. How, no how, one is telling you not to. What do they sleep at night? Um, so Elliot this week actually had his first two nights of sleeping eight to eight. 
Boom. James That's... is in his four-month sleep regression right now, though. He's oh, having a little yeah. bit of a tough time. But he also had a cold. So we had our first colds last week, which threw kinks into their sleeping because they're really good sleepers. I can't complain. They weren't when they were sick with the dairy allergy because mm-hmm. they were uncomfortable. The minute we adjusted, they really did start sleeping. I can't say. We've – I can't say that I have babies that are, like, badly – like behaved at sleep like sleeping hours they really do they wake up james eats and he goes right back to bed like it's we're up for 15 20 minutes that's it um ellie eats a little slower so he's closer to like 30 minutes but he sleeps usually through the night now um so i can't complain there but we do we now have like a schedule where like brady will take care of elliot and i take james because james is also a really bad mommy's boy (laughs) um oh yeah okay he's a massive mom clinger he, he's the big he's, one yeah he's the diva he's the tough one um what's the one that i held do you remember i thought you held both of them no i only held oh one. i think you held elliot the little little guy he okay. when you met him he was only like four and a half pounds he was like tiny yeah you were like you said to me when you held him this is like the smallest baby i think i've ever held oh yeah absolutely yeah i mean our, he our, was a little guy yeah our smallest i don't even know I think crew is our smallest, but he he was seven one. Yeah. So to put in Elliot. So Elliot is four months today. Both of them are four months. Elliot just hit ten pounds yesterday. Yeah, that's he's tiny. He um, still barely fits in zero to three month clothing. Um, he yeah, had jeans on today, and they were falling off of his hips because they he's so can, tiny. Can we talk quick, quickly talk about the Martha photo yesterday that you posted? Which one? She was holding the three babies. Oh, yeah, because my sister has a baby, too. Yes. Yep. And one we had of the, babies one 24 of the days photos. apart. I was sitting there. I'm like, a year ago, Martha went from <laughs> nothing to full chair. Yeah. Just like, that was such a cool photo. Um, they're the obviously day, all like. Well, I told you about the day that I told her I was pregnant, right? Wasn't the same day. So, Alexa. So was it the same was, day or was the day apart? It was a Sunday. So, my mom already <laughs> knew my sister was pregnant. I didn't know yet. So, it was a Sunday morning. I had just gotten back from a work trip. And I, it was actually so ridiculous because, <laughs> like, looking back, I'm like, it was so, like, non – it was so casual. I woke up on a Sunday. I had already said, I think I'm pregnant. And Brady was like, you're not pregnant. Like, it's not happening. Because we weren't, like, religiously trying, but I was like, if it happens, it happens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I said to him, I go, I have to go get a pregnancy test. He's, like, rolling his eyes, like, oh, okay, you have to go get a pregnancy test. So I went to the Dollar General around the st- like around the corner from my house. I bought a box of pregnancy tests, and there was only one in it. Just start peeing. So I go home. I took one test, and it came back positive, like pregnant. So then I come down the stairs, and I look at Brady, and I go, the test is saying I'm pregnant. I have to go back and get another test because <laughs> I didn't realize there was only one in there. So I go back to the Dollar General within 15 minutes of me taking the first test. The same guy cashes me out. He says, well, uh, good luck. Are these for you? <laughs> like, I'm like standing there like, yes. <laughs> like, the, almost like a walk of shame. Oh, like, God. Yeah, they're for me. Um, Imagine so that's I go what home. someone tells you. It's like, oh. Yep, I took four. So I took a total of four that day. I was pregnant. So then I let the week go by. And by Wednesday of that week, I was so sick. Like, so sick. How- and I was early. I was six weeks. When you tested, you were six weeks? Yeah. Well, no, I tested about it was it was right at the five week mark when I took the test so then a few days passed and I was going on six weeks but I was sick like fully symptomatic like could not keep anything down and I told my mom I went to her house one day and my sister called me so the day I was going to tell my mom I was getting ready to FaceTime my sister to tell my sister oh I'm pregnant 
And um, <laughs> I answer the phone and she's like, sorry, I just have to tell you something. <laughs> I'm like, what? And right when she said that, I was like, she's pregnant. So I'm like looking over the phone at Brady and he's sitting on the couch like, oh God, what is she about to tell her? And Alexis goes, yeah, I am. I'm pregnant. Like all excited because Alexis wanted to be pregnant. And, like and, she was trying. But at this point, she doesn't know you're no. pregnant. So then I froze. I had a horrible, horrible reaction to my sister telling me she was pregnant because I got awkward. I didn't know what to say. I, well, I was like, oh, oh, like congrats. Like, like, oh my God. But then my brain is like, you can't tell her because you can't take this day. Like she's telling you she's pregnant. So I'm like, oh my God. But then I panicked because I said to Brady, my sister just got married. She's excited because, like, she's wanted to have babies forever. Like, I'm, like, and I'm about to, like, take her moment. Like, I look, I hung up the phone. I looked at Brady, and I was, like, this could not be worse. So I was kind of upset because I was, like, Alexis is going to be, like, traumatized that I'm, like, by the way, me too. <laughs> so I'm, like, we're not telling Alexis. I get in the car. I go over to my mom's. I walk in the door. It's Sunday morning, or it's, like, Thursday morning, whatever day it is. They're both, like, well, what's going on? And I'm like, um, I need both of you to come here. I get my dad out of bed. It's like, I'm not kidding, like 8.30 in the morning. He comes down the hall and he's like, what's wrong? I think they thought I was going to say something bad, like I got arrested or something, because they were both like, what's or happening? Or you told another car? Yeah, like, wh- yeah, <laughs> number four. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> you know, lucky number four. Um, and I'm like, um, so I just found out Alexis is pregnant, but um, I just want to tell you that I am also pregnant. <laughs> my mom literally was like, you're kidding me you're lying it went back we went back and forth multiple times <laughs> so fast forward to the following week i'm sicker so like even more sick and like it could not be worse like the smell of water was making me gag that's how sick i was so linda is my father-in-law's girlfriend and she is a midwife mm-hmm. she was suspicious right off the bat because i was so sick that she was like this is either a twin pregnancy or a molar pregnancy. She didn't tell me anything. What's the second one? Bad. I I don't know how to describe it. Google it. It's not it good though. A molar pregnancy. So she was like concerned because if that was the case, because to show symptoms that intensely, that's you should probably not go to Google Images as I'm typing this. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> um it's all complicated. Yeah, and you usually have to have, I think, the surgery to get the fetus removed. Ugh. But it's it's like bad. It's traumatizing. Um, like- and she was worried because I was so sick so fast. Like, it was, like, intense, quick. And my mom was like, you have got to, like, relax because you are complaining that you're so sick and you just found out you're pregnant. Like, there's no way it's this bad already. Like, my mom kind of was like, get your shit together. <laughs> so I went to my first appointment because I was having complications. And I thought, oh, like, something's wrong. Like, it's not going well. And Linda was like, yeah, go get your blood work. I need to see your blood work. So, um... <laughs> I go in there and my HCG levels were sky high, which means twins. So Linda knew. Linda already had the suspicion. And that day I went in and I'm getting my first, it's called your confirmation appointment where you like, they tell you like, oh yeah, you are pregnant or whatever. I hadn't mm-hmm. even been confirmed at the OBGYN yet. And she's like quiet, Galen. Like she didn't even say anything to me. She was just like sitting there mum. And I'm like laying on my back like, <clears throat> Like, did you forget I'm here? And she's like, she goes, well, your baby's fine, but there's two. Linda told you. No, the sonographer. Oh, okay. And I right away was like, Linda knew. That's why Linda didn't come find me before. <laughs> she knew. Um, no, Linda's great. She she delivered two yep. of ours. She was awesome. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, it's crazy. The whole thing is insane. Um, the whole process is like maddening. And then even after you have the twins, like the NICU process and everything like that, it's it's like a crazy world. Actually, I'm, I was going to say most twins. I want to see who's the most famous person in the world. <laughs> Sorry. No, I would not agree with that. Who? Except when you Googled a few minutes ago, I forgot those astronauts were twins. Did you see them on the side? Yeah. The Kellys? I don't know. I just I just Googled twins and then it popped up like the most beautiful twins and it was like two little girls. I'm like, oh, I mean, they're cute kids. But then I ended up seeing... How do you like get that nomination though? I don't know. But did you see... Sorry. Total side note. Um, Twins (laughs) could... Kvider? I don't know what their names were. These chicks... I've never heard of them. I have never heard of them either, but someone they said something about Are they basketball players? I guess, but they are extremely cute. <laughs> I just that was the one that came up. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I have little boys and I will say they are the cutest ones. Yeah, I'm not, I mean these are also like full-fledged adults. Adults at this point, so um but I also wonder too like when they did like the the, the two girls that they had like again is that in vitro because i've seen like some really like cute kids but they're like in vitro which you basically get to pick it's like yeah you i can, want this i think I want you this, can pick this. like their eye color their hair it's kind of crazy i was gonna look at the most famous twins but the top 20 most famous people in the world what would i'm gonna give an idea of who i think are the most famous so when i say famous these are the most uh I'm going to say known people in the world. Doesn't mean they have to be liked. Doesn't mean they have to be good, bad. Who would you think is the top 20? And again, I want to... Well, that one had Will Smith back there and I don't agree with no, that. No, I didn't click on that one. That's not That's not a legitimate one. I would say, who's your most famous people in the world? Who would you pick? If you um, went by this person is more known by anybody else in the world, who would that? Who would those people be? Barack Obama. Okay. Actually, probably Donald Trump. Because everybody knows who Donald Trump is now. I'm going to... Okay, so I have some ideas. Give me who you think is the most famous people in the world. People or person? I mean, person. Same thing. People, No, like, do you want multiple or, like, just one? Who do you think is the most famous person in the world? If you had to pick one person. Oh, God. That's hard. If you had to pick one person in the face of the earth. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. No, I think I'd still say Barack Obama. As the most famous person in the world. Yes. I don't know. That's that's such a I'm not saying there's a a right or wrong, but who do you think is the most famous person? I'll give you my like Mm. I'm gonna give you my top five. Okay, give me my your five and then maybe I can And then I'm gonna throw in a six slash seven guessing. My top five in no particular order. Okay. (laughs) I'd probably say eight just because, okay. So my top eight in no particular order. Okay, go. Elon Musk. Oh. No. Yeah, well, I'll rebuttal after. Elon Musk. um, Pope Francis. Okay. Donald Trump. Mm Mm-hmm. Joe Biden. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Vladimir Putin. Okay. And then I'm going to say six, seven merge because I don't know what order. Cristiano Ronaldo and Leon, uh, Lionel Messi. No. 
Which You're one? saying in the world. In the world. Somebody in India and, and my in o- a third world country well, my won't other, know my other who one the soccer that I players are but, or Elon Musk. But I don't know this is the president of China. I, and I don't know who that president is. President Xi, isn't it Xi Ping or something? XI? No, no clue, right? but I'm just going by the idea that there's billions of people in that country. S- same thing with India. But I feel like if you had to pick, because you, you also got to think the U.S. is a very front leader in a lot of things. Xi Jinping. Didn't know China. that. But I'm saying, this isn't people I know. This is just in general, yeah. I would say the president or whoever leads, whatever the title is of the person that leads China. And then I also feel Elon, because of everything he's done, and he's the richest person in the world. Yeah. Um, at least on paper. Vladimir Putin, I think, is more known than probably any world yeah. dictator or world leader. Mm-hmm. Um, Donald Trump, I think, is up there. I think Joe Biden, just because he's the sitting president. And then I would say... Except I still think Barack Obama is more well-known than Joe Biden. I, or recognizable. I would disagree in the current... Really? I would disagree because he's been out for... Biden's been out... When did Trump go in? 16? So Biden was 08 to 15, 16. So you're, you got to think seven years he's been out. So if I... And I'm just saying this. Do you know... Because again, China, Russia, and US are probably the big three superpowers. Yeah. Do you know who the president of China was six, seven years ago? No. So Isn't I, it the same guy, actually? It could be. I don't know. But I'm saying in general, like, most... Since 2012, yeah. Okay, so, but but in general, like, it's not... I don't know a lot of world leaders. Yeah. I mean, if I was really into it, the probably... The royal family. I, I mean, I think you could make a case that Queen Elizabeth was up there, too. Yeah, I would say I, she I was... would say the current guy, the her son or whatever... Yeah. Who, I don't no. even know his name. What's his not name? Not a fan. Charles. Charles? Like, I can't even say his name. So, My like, family's ride or die, Diana. Diana's actually, she would be up there for me. She's like well known. People yeah. cried when she died. I know, but you got to think she died in ninety what seven ninety eight. So she's still probably one of the most recognized she, humans. Ever. I'm not saying she's not, but I'm saying if you had to ask, like in a general poll, who is someone that's the most recognizable yeah. person? I think you go with very high level leaders of big countries. Yeah, I think you go with we're like top level mm-hmm. um, soccer players because it's the most popular sport in the world, which. Again, if you really want to yeah. like pick uh, whatever, like Tom Brady, not even close. <laughs> no, and he's I, the only other person but I, don't, I would I don't, know. <laughs> I don't think, he, but but and I don't think you pick like musicians, because like sports, like soccer is bigger than like you talk about Messi or talk about yeah. Ronaldo, like bigger than you know than most things in life. I think obviously the Pope because yeah, of the, Catholic, the Pope. I mean, there's more cat. I think Christianity's the still to this day the most popular religion in the world and he leads the the whole catholic church yeah. so um okay so we actually have a poll i don't even know if this is true who knows we're just gonna do it for the sake of fun did you have anybody else you'd throw on that i don't think so okay i'm gonna see if i'm even close elon, well, elon. Okay. number one's elon and he might not That's be the most funny. popular person i'm just saying yeah from what he's done and the fact that he's the richest person in the world that typically would push you put you up there Cristiano ronaldo so I'm two for two right now, Anna. Okay, that's fair. Three for three. Messi. <laughs> Lionel Messi. I'm just telling you, like, soccer's insane. And everybody yeah, knows this Yeah, no, guy. it is. Did you see the ticket prices? I just saw this yeah, the other day. Yeah, they've, like, quadrupled. So Inter-Miami. Yeah. Season ticket prices were $6,000. I saw a thing the other day that said to renew your ticket, the season tickets was 30 now. It's insane. Okay. 
Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. He would have been in my yeah. top. If you had to say like top twenty, I would have said Mark Zuckerberg. I don't think he's as. I don't think so. I think I, don't really a, agree. I still think Elon Musk is much more. Yeah. And even like take Jeff, Be- Jeff Bezos, I don't think he's at that level. What? I would that not say. I don't. Agree I would not with say at all. I don't think any actor hits. They, uh, the fit, number five is Dwayne Johnson. I don't believe it. I love. I love The Rock, but yeah, I no. don't think it's him. Oh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, I'm going to put with Zuckerberg. Like, I would think would be very yeah, high up there, but not but number really six. Think. Bezos, Je- same Bezos. thing. Okay, so he was the only... Oh, Taylor Swift. No, I don't think... Oh, I think so. The, the, this she, is a, no, but and this Beyonce. Is, Taylor Swift and Beyonce are right up yeah, there. Yeah, but if you think of people that transcend multiple, 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 like, continents... Yes, she sells out... She is going on a world tour, and they've all sold out. Maybe. They have Google it. Oh, Google I don't. It. Ca- I don't care. I'm not. A, I'm not a Taylor Swift person. Her and Beyonce are boosting the economy right now. Selena um, Gomez. I don't agree with that. See, this is a thing. Like Taylor Swift, it's bizarre how popular she is to me. I love her. Don't even go there. Don't even start this debate with Beyonce, me. Warren Buffett, Mm-mm. Tom Mm-mm. Cruise. Okay, this is not even Shakira. You just skipped over my guy. I know. Bra- I know. No, no. I'm just going through. Like Tom yeah, Shakira, Cruise, Barack no. Obama, Shakira, Shakira. No. These are not even close. Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp? Get the- no. Rihanna? Are Rihanna? You- no. Donald Trump. Okay. So well, you're saying Donald Trump right now in the entire world, more people know who Tom Cruise is. No. This is very... Justin Bieber? No, no chance. No Robert chance. Downey Robert Downey Jr. No chance. Leonardo DiCaprio. Ro- Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> wouldn't even beat Leonardo DiCaprio in the best, the most known actors. I'm talking about people. Oh, God. Leo's my favorite. Leonardo DiCaprio is my yeah, favorite always, actor of all time. We, do you know we always end up talking about Leonardo yes. DiCaprio? Yes. If I had to pick, uh, Leo's my number one actor by leaps and bounds. And I would say Tom yeah, Hanks like is him. up there. And I don't know if there's anybody else that really jumps out where I'm like, I would go see their movie. Leo, like, if he puts out a movie, I'm seeing it. Like, that's the yeah. level that I... Him and I would say actor, uh, director, Quentin Tarantino. If he puts out a movie, which yeah. he does every, like, Five years, I would go see it. Um, I mean, he's a good-looking dude. Yes, but like, look at these. I, I'm just saying. So the notable works: Inception, amazing; The Departed, amazing; Catch Me If You Can, one of my top favorite movies of all time; Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, amazing; also Quentin Tarantino. Gangs of okay, I'll be honest. I've never seen Gangs of New York. I haven't either, and I need to. And I actually, it's one of my regrets of movies I haven't seen. And Wolf of Wall Street, which is one of my top you favorite movies, and I watched it the Wall other day. Street. I watched it the other day. I had to do work, and I'm like, you know what? What movie can I put on that's one a long and two I like? And I put Wolf of Wall Street on, and I watched See, the entire I thing. I don't love Wolf of Wall Street. What's this? What's the other movie that I loved with him in it? Um, oh my God, what is the name of it? It's the one where he's the gift holding up the cup. The Cheers. Oh, Gatsby. Yeah, Great Gatsby. Yeah, Great Gatsby. Yeah, that movie I watch all the time. Uh, Aviator. I actually watched. Um, what's um, the uh, The Revenant? Is what he won the Oscar for. Fantastic. Yeah, that one was kind of freaky. Though. Which wasn't my favorite movie of his, but he was he was great in it. Um, and he, and a new one is coming out with him and Marty Scorsese again. Which if I look down there, Marty did The Departed. Marty did Gangs of New York. Marty did Wolf of Wall Street. Quentin Tarantino did Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Catch me if you can. I don't think it was Scorsese. I'm not. I'm not sure who did that one. But, but Catch I Me If You Can had him say and Tom Hanks. Great Gatsby is probably his best. I think that's such a good movie. Great Gatsby is my all-time favorite book. That is not as that is not even close to Leo's. Really? Best. Not even. Close. I just think he's a charmer in it. I mean, he's fantastic. I, lo- I again, I love that book. I'm telling you right now. And he's honestly, better in now. The only thing I would say in The Departed, The Departed I mean, is such a. 
is a movie with so many good people in it. Matt Damon, Jack Nicholson. Like, there's so many good people in that movie that The Departed would not even come close because he wasn't, like, the, the main person. Catch Me If You Can, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, absolutely. Mark those, Wahlberg is in that? He's in, yeah, The Departed, yep. Wow. There's a, I mean, if you look up The Departed cast, Inception. It is, I've never seen Inception. Inception. It, okay, so I'll give you this with uh, Gordon-Levitt, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, you're good with names. Who's the, who's Cillian the, Murphy. Who's the girl that was in Juno, now she's a guy? Um, Elliot Page. What was her first original name? I don't know. It's, I only know her name is Elliot Page because my, my kid's name is Elliot. But she transitioned. She was, yeah. um, um, the hell was her name? She was a good actor. She had kind of an odd name. Let me see. But she was in Juno, so it wasn't Michael Sarah, who I watched Superbad the other day. Big breakout. Well, I don't even... Was Superbad before Arrested Development? Because he was uh, George Michael. Formerly Ellen Page. Ellen Page. There you go. So she was in Inception. Um, Inception. I, my story of Inception... Elliot Page is actually a really good actor. Um, is it the same person? Yeah. So oh. he's fully transitioned. He's a he now. Like okay. he goes by he. But he still acts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I don't, I knew, well, I'm unfamiliar with Elliot's work. I am familiar with Ellen's, Ellen's work. Yes. She was in Juno. No, I would say she that's fair because, yes. So Inception. I think most people know her as Ellen Page because this is all, her transition is fairly new. It was in the last like few years. Yeah. She hasn't put out much as Elliot Page. So I, I so Inception. I went and watched it when it came out in theaters. I remember I had to go to the bathroom so bad. <laughs> and Inception, and I've never in and you my go because it was my, so good. Never in my life have I left a movie theater to go to the bathroom because I'm one of those people. If I miss the first minute of the thing, I hate it because you know when you have like the first intro and they're like 1975, <laughs> like just like something simple that sets sets the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like if I miss that little key moment, it kind of throws me off, and that I can't experience the whole movie. I'm yeah. weird like that. Like I don't like I don't like missing the start of a movie. No, I agree because it, it sets – it does. It sets, sets the stage not, and then you don't really – Not every time. But if I missed it, then I'd be in my head. I'd be like, I missed the first But it's minute. also the first 25 minutes that gets you in the mood of if you really want to watch the movie or you don't. But this is a movie I wanted to watch. So Inception was a movie that I couldn't go to – one, it was long. And two, I couldn't go to the bathroom because it was so goddamn complex that if you missed even a minute of it, you were thrown off. See, I don't love movies like that. If I, it, it, It's the only movie in my life that I had to think when I was watching it. And I think if people would watch it or have watched it, they would understand. Because Inception talks about your dreams and then it goes into – it basically works your way through different spaces of time and memory. See, I already don't like that. That's too much and, thinking. I don't. I just want to relax when I watch it. But it's one of those when you watch it, you're like, okay, I get it. And then you're like they're walking in a hallway and like walking on the ceiling and then they're in like a, a frozen tundra. And then they're in like in a city and the city's like – wrapping around itself it's a very that's trippy crazy, movie though. but Do you know what movie he did that scared me shutter island yes fantastic also martin scorsese thank you for that i watched shutter island with my girlfriend adrian way back in the day and i remember telling adrian like a week later i could not sleep for like a week that is true <laughs> it, that, that i was mess- like making waking up i would i actually want to rewatch that because that was a mind trip i'm not gonna yes get, it like screws with your brain though. if nobody's ever watched shutter island watch it. it's a very trippy psychological thriller yeah. but it's very good um, that was also Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese, just because of his work with Leo, was my favorite. My favorite. Um, I just remember I was like, director. I can't sleep. I, I I would fall asleep, but then it would be in my 
like the movie was going into my brain so much that like I was waking up and it was almost like I was in sh- like the movie Shutter Island. Like it was taking over my like psych ward. Yes. I, I think because I couldn't wrap my brain around it. Leonardo. So this is the thing. Like I don't. I'd have to see his actual movies. Um, I I feel I feel like one of his early movies was what What's Eating Gilbert Grape was probably his first one. Which I've never um, seen. I just know he was in that with Johnny Depp. He played, a, uh, I think he played like a disabled kid. Um, I'm on his list right now. His first movie was in 1991, Critters 3. 1992, Poison Ivy. 1993, The Boy's Life. 1993, Gilbert Grape. 93. Yeah, I think that was his first. Um, Probably big movie. Yeah. And then he went on to do the Titanic in 97. Yeah, which is... Still iconic. Such an iconic. Gangs of New York in 2002. Um, Catch Me If You Can, 2002. Which one of my favorites. The Departed, 2006. Mm -hmm. Inception, 2010. Shutter Island, 2010. Mm -hmm. Um, The Great Gatsby in 2013. Um, Wolf of Wall Street. So he did Gatsby and Wolf of Wall Street in 2013 which together. Which is wild. Yeah. Because when you watch that, Wolf of Wall Street seems that was made newer, more recent than Gatsby. Yeah. And then The Revenant in 15. Yep. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 19. Yep. Don't Look Up, 2021. And which wasn't... I, I watched Killers that movie, of which the is Flower okay. Moon in 2023. That's the new one coming out, which I'm going to go watch because it has to do with like an old Western or something Yeah, like he's that. wearing a hat in the... It's, and that... Oh, members of the Osage Native American tribe yep. in yep. Oklahoma are murdered after oil is found on their land. So he, um, he, I would see that. That's a Martin, Martin Scorsese. I saw it the other day as like a, um, whatever, like it's a Lily Gladstone, like a she trailer. Looks familiar. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio filmology. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, I would say he's in Basketball Diaries. That's funny. Jesse Plemons, he's married to um, oh, that woman from you, Spider-Man. You totally skipped over Kirsten it. Dunst. Yeah, but he was in Romeo and Juliet. Oh, yeah. That wasn't on the list. You didn't say it, though. Well, I'm going off of Wikipedia, but he was in Romeo and Juliet. Oh, I'm on Google, uh, and it doesn't Cla- even show was that. Was it Claire Danes? That was a Baz Luhrmann film. Which he- oh, yeah, 1996. So, fun, I do see that. Fun fact, Baz Luhrmann did that one, and he also did Gatsby. Elvis. He wasn't Elvis. No, Baz Luhrmann is oh, he the did director Elvis, of but Elvis. Tom Hanks is in Elvis. I didn't see Elvis. That, okay, I hate to break it to you. Elvis not, not might good. be the best movie that I've ever seen. I'm obsessed with it. I fell in love with Elvis. I'm not kidding. I wanted to name my kid Elvis. Brady was like, absolutely not. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, Isn't Tom, that a dope name? Yeah, but Elvis. Tom, Tom Hanks is in it, which is Tom Hanks and Austin Butler. I fell in love with Elvis. Fell it, in love. Is I you, still love him. If I you have had, the album on my phone. Not that I want to get off of Leo because I will talk about Leo. F- Again, because just big fan of his work. Aviator Departed, Blood Diamond. Actually, I don't. I've only seen part of Blood Diamond. I never finished it. Revolutionary War. I never watched, but I want to see it. Um, Shutter Island and Inception, twenty ten. Jay Edgar. I saw that. Django Unchained, which I, he wasn't a major character in that, but obviously great. Um, yeah, I don't know. God, he's in some good movies. Yeah, I mean, when you just look at this, I and watched, almost every movie is just like a like a blockbuster hit. I like, watched okay. the Titanic when I was in the hospital giving birth to my children. That's like the last movie I've been able to watch, like beginning to end, without any interruptions. Titanic's <laughs> great. That's uh, Gina's favorite movie. Oh my god, it's such a good movie. Um, Except that actually used to screw with me too when I'd sleep, and I still get freaked out by the fairy because of the Titanic. <laughs> 
I don't like the fairy. I really don't. Um, I had to write the other day. I had to. You know what's weird? I had to go pick up my my mom flew back and I had to pick her up at ten thirty at night in Burlington. Oh God, which is not a big deal, but it's weird because like I put the kids down and then you're physically like leaving the house at like nine ish, mm-hmm. which is weird because you're like I'm leaving the house, have to drive to Burlington, get her, drive her back to her house, uh-huh. drive her back. Like I didn't get home till almost one. And it was like a weird, it's always a weird feeling when you're like, you're done your day, but I'm like, I still got like a half a day of stuff to do, even though it's not really half, but you know what I mean? Um, And I ended up crushing, um, I had to stop at Stewart's. At 1.30 in the morning? No, no, not nine. And I bought a nitro cold brew. Oh, yeah. Because I was exhausted and I Mm -hmm. cracked one of those. Amazing. And that that helped. And then I had a club soda, which the bubbly just kind of kept me up. Um, I hate club soda. Really? I hate it. Why? I don't know. I hate it. Love it. If I could drink it at every meal, I would. Um, who are we just talking about? Who's the other one? Oh. Elvis. I said I fell in love with Elvis. Wait. We're going to go to Tom Hanks first. So my... my I God, love Tom Hanks too. But. Probably my top two people is... is Wow. Tom Hanks is 67. Mm-hmm. Would you have guessed that? Mm, yeah. No way. I would have guessed Tom yes. Hanks was top top 60 well i would yeah i probably would have said like 62 because both my parents are but younger look at, than him, which look I at that resume right there that man is a worker did you watch dexter i no, i didn't he's not in that his son is a serial killer oh it. is his son the main character like on a season he's the serial killer of a season wow um <clears throat> like the one that like dexter's hunting so you know you're good too when you have to go into list of tom hanks performances to actually get his performances mm-hmm. i mean tom oh do you know who do something just i don't know who i was talking to it may have been wade and barrett the other day i think it was them i insulted them because i said i didn't like toy story Anna. he's in toy story well he's a voice in toy i story. mean i know he's in toy story but yeah they were like what do you mean you don't like toy story i was yeah. like i never Anna. really got into it didn't like it your kids will toy do your story- kids like the movie bugs bugs yeah that bug disney pixar bugs life no or ants it's ants ants i remember watching ants as a kid i don't remember ants as much as i remember bugs life bugs life my kids have watched it's pretty good okay so i remember the movie ants and the other movie that i can't wait for my kids to watch monsters inc great movie monsters I university is good too monsters inc Mo- both are, are fantastic um we went through monsters inc um i think right now mario movie right now is incredible like, I just got Brady a Nintendo Switch to play Mario. I would... Part of me wants to buy one to play it. I know I would play it once a month tops. So Brady is convinced. So when I got pregnant, he sold his Xbox. He was done gaming. And I remember saying, don't sell your Xbox. This is ridiculous. We have eight months to go. <laughs> yeah, you're going to need them. Yeah, he sold his Xbox. And then he decided he needed the Switch because his kids can play Mario Kart with him. Amazing, yeah. <laughs> so... For his birthday in September, I got him the Nintendo Switch because selfishly, What's it look like? I want to play Animal Crossing. <laughs> I loved Animal Crossing. Yeah, that's it. It's Wait. weird though. It's really tiny. What is it? It's, it's just like, like a mini screen, but you can plug it into the TV and you can play like, it's kind of like a Wii. Is it cool? Oh my God, it's really cool. The other day he had it, we just set it up on our big, so we set up our basement. You actually have to come see our house. People have um, talked about this and I, I have seen your house. Yeah, but it's all different now. Like it's completely, I actually, I didn't we changed go... it. So the downstairs is like a man cave now. Wait, did I? I don't even think I went upstairs or downstairs. I no. Think I just saw so you need level. to come like see the house. Yeah. So it's by. the three, it's three story. You only saw the first level. It's a three story condo. Yep. The basement is a walk out to the river. 
Um, and we made that into like a movie. It has like big built-ins and stuff. And it, Brady bought a massive, massive flat screen. Like it's the size of the wall. Like your pads right here. Amazing. Um, that's what we hooked the switch up to. So Brady made that his like man cave and um, that's where our video game area is because I will not let him put it upstairs in the main living room. And then obviously the bedrooms are on the third floor. Wait, Nintendo Switch, you play on a little screen or a big screen? It comes with a little screen, but you can plug it into your TV. So you can do both. Like you can ride in a so car. You, I, like you can hold that and yeah, play it's like and a like Nintendo. Watch. It's a mini like Nintendo DS almost, but then you also can pl- These pop wow. off. So right here, these two pop off and then okay. two people can game. So you have two remotes. And Are they the same they controllers? On. They can. They, they work basically the same. You flip them upside down. You hold them sideways, Brady said. Yeah, but they're like, like they're like inverse of each other. Yeah, but they're tiny. It's super strange because they're super skinny. It's like it kind of throws you off. But yeah, I got it because um, he wants to play Mario Brothers and Mario Kart, and I wanted to play Animal Crossing. <laughs> I am so intrigued right now. Yeah, no, it's really cool. I don't. I'm pretty sure it was also Wade who got Brady onto this. I, kick. I've heard about this. I honestly don't. I haven't played video games since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So I'm so out of the loop. But so we honestly, I got it. His birthday was September 15th. He got it on September 15th. We have not played like sat down to play a game yet because our kids are still so needy. <laughs> Nintendo. I can't spell Nintendo. That's and when crazy. they go to bed at night, we're just so tired. We just don't play video games. Oh. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. It's like all the games. This is Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Do they have old school Mario? Pikachu Returns. Luigi's yes. Mansion. Like, I, give they me a- do. So the funny thing is, is he plugged it into the TV the other day and I came downstairs. I had the boys in my hand. I come down the stairs and I'm talking. The picture of the old classic Mario was on the TV as the screensaver. That's awesome. <laughs> wow. So Pokemon, which is dope too. I had Pokemon for um, Game Boy. Um, yeah, it's it's basically like the next Nintendo thing. Um, Nintendo Switch Sports. But I caved and I got it for him because he sold his Xbox after I told him not to do it. NBA. NBA 2K24, I'm sure he'll play that. Pac-Man. Oh my God, I loved Pac-Man. Fortnite, when Brady and I first started dating, he played Fortnite all the time. See, I don't know Fortnite and I don't know Minecraft. I know that I've heard of them, but... Brady played Fortnite all the time in college. He hasn't played Fortnite in so long. Yeah, I don't... That's not... Mario Kart? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's the game I got him. Mario Kart Deluxe, that one. Wow. Yeah, it's super cool. Is it as cool as Mario Mario Kart originally? Yeah, so that's the one he had on the other day and it seemed pretty dope. And (sighs) if people are animal crossing like people th- that looked like it was pretty similar too wow but yeah i loved animal crossing when i was Super like in Mario middle maker school. two i feel like this is the old school like run across and jump and hit the yeah that's what i want to play what where like you bump the mushroom and it's like also by the way these games are 60 bucks yeah when did they come what yep it's kind of a ripoff but characters are series we must just have like straight up mario yeah Give me Mario. I just want to see Mario stuff. <laughs> um, I never played Super Smash Brothers. I, I doesn't. I didn't really get into it ever. Well, this is weird. So they don't have. Where's the other ones? The oh, Deluxe. Super Mario. Wait, wait, wait. wait Super wait. Mario Brothers Deluxe is like the regular. Okay, let me go with Super Mario. So Mario Kart Deluxe. Yep, we got that one. They have a Mario Golf. 
Oh, I had I used to have Mario Golf as a kid. This one right here. That's like the regular. Because see the things that jump up to try to eat you. This is the original? You're trying to rescue Princess Peach. I want to see this Mario Maker. Super Mario Maker. You like, should get this. I bet crew would be into this. Oh, absolutely. Which is probably why I want to not have them do it now. But My boys are into Coco Melon right now. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah, look. And it, it, the graphics are fantastic. That's what I will say. So it makes it almost better. Oh, no, right there. That was the original. Yeah. Oh, whoa, go so back to that. It's, whoa. but the graphics are better. So it's almost like it's more worth it. Oh my God. Trying to jump for the tokens. Yeah. This is what so, his so birthday present. So my mom bought him the game. Oh my God. This is unreal. Beth and I got the Nintendo Switch for him. And then um, wow. he just bought Mario Kart the other day. So. I will say this. There is zero chance I actually play this. Every part of my 10-year-old self wants to play this right now. Yep. I, I, mm -hmm. So this is the thing. There's most, is what, what things in life right now that you, that you do not do because it would take too much time? Everything. I don't have time to do anything. I'm lucky if I shower, Galen. I mean, we know that, but. If you, if you had to pick something... You just said that's what so, all of our no, texts consist of. But if you're like, if you had to pick something where you're like, I would really like to do X in life, I don't do X in life because if I did do it, it would take too much time away from other stuff. I would like to cook more. Yeah, you, you did cook a lot. I cooked a lot, yeah. a lot. And I can barely cook a chicken breast now without having to pick up a child. Uh, I Yep. Um, do you still take care of your plants? They, a lot of them died. I mean, it happens. So when they were in the NICU, that's when a lot of my plants died because I was gone for like 20 days. Anna, also, question. Yep. Because now you, I want to, actually, I want to hear this. And answer me straight. Don't give me some line oh, of crap God. here. Answer me straight. <laughs> I don't like this. Answer yeah. me straight. <laughs> and again, I will give you a second to pause because you're going to come out with, I think, the not truthful answer. And then you're going to say, you know what? You're true. You're, okay. you're being okay, truthful. Where does... In your life right now, do all of your pets stand? Oh, they're still high up. Ziggy goes to bed with me every single night. Anna. Milo goes everywhere with me. Anna. I'm not kidding. They're My kids are first and my animals are second. How far down have the animals gone since you bought, or since you bought, since you had kids? So you're going to think I'm kidding, but they really are not down. They're still living their same lives. It was a hard adjustment for them because they weren't getting like 100% of my attention, but okay. they're still well, getting attention. No, no, no. Oh, so you, no, but I'm saying, so this, this is... They, you always thought I was going to be like, oh, I don't want my pets anymore. No, no I'm no. still obsessed I'm with I'm not going to say you're not going to want your pets. I'm just saying the level of pets. This no, is, I still love them. So this is always a pet peeve of mine. Anybody that claims they are a dog mom, dog dad, people that say that and don't have human ch children, Yeah, I... I scoff at that. Is that a good term? Scoff? I guess. I scoff. I'm like, not, not actually. No, but now I kind of mentally, get it. I mentally scoff at those people. Because in my head, I'm like, if you had a child, yeah. a physical human it's being. It's the hardest thing ever. Which is way harder than dog. Because yeah. I have people like, I have a dog and I get to walk my dog. I'm like, oh. Totally get it. Yeah. One kid, you have to make sure you walk, feed, change, yeah. like attention, nurture, a million things. Financially pay for, mm -hmm. all these things. I'm like, a dog is like, okay. A dog is self-sufficient. You yep. might not think so, but a dog can actually do a lot of things. Your child that you just had that was born doesn't know how to do anything. 
Yeah. And they are 100% reliant on you. Your dog is reliant on you to giving them food because they physically can't open the fridge and pull out the food or open the bag or whatever you do for food. Yeah. So this is my thing. I mean, there's no, there's no. I mean, sh- I'm not like spending my days where I'm like, oh, I have to go play with my dog. You know what I mean? But like, but there's people that do that. They're like, I gotta go walk my dog, my dog, my dog, my dog. And I'm like, I get it. It's the only yeah. thing you know. But I'm telling you right now, if you have a child, the dog yeah. takes is now second fiddle. It is. They are second, third, fourth, and fifth. <laughs> no, Correct. they're actually third, fourth, fifth, and sixth because Ellie and James are one and two. Absolutely. But. I mean, they, my cats had a very weird adjustment period. They were like afraid of the babies when we brought them home, like terrified, freaked right out, wouldn't sit in the same room as them. Now they all coexist together and they hang out. So like nothing is really changed minus the fact that like I can't sit and hold a cat all day. You know what I mean? I would. But like Milo lays on the couch with me all day, every day. If I go pee, Milo is right at my feet. If I shower, he's outside the shower. Like his life is still stage 10 clinger. And he loves his babies. Milo is obsessed with the babies. And he was afraid of them. I will say this. When we had we, all of our kids, our, like at the time was Bob. Bob was great with our kids. Mm-hmm. Always was. Our new dog is okay. I, there's no, Bo. there's no hiding. I'm not a big fan of pets. So like, I don't care. I'm, but it is what it is. But <laughs> it's also, I just feel that if you have a pet, as soon as you have a child, all the dog moms and dog dads that just yeah, I'm not like claim themselves extra... or label themselves as that. Like, I'm not gonna go to Home Goods now and buy a mug that says "dog mom." Correct, but you like, would have. Yes. Not. Uh, no, I actually just said that to someone the other day. Like, six months ago, you would have. Yes, I have a sweatshirt that has my cat's faces on it. I wouldn't buy that now. <laughs> no, I mean, so like. <laughs> I just, I, I feel like I, I came down to earth a little bit in the sense of. I still question, I question our friendship knowing that you bought that originally to begin with. <laughs> For Mother's Day, I got my mom oh, one God. with her cat on it. Oh, God. Um, so, like, I feel like I've come down to the level earth of being less obsessive over my animals, but I still am very, like, diehard of my animals. I think I'm always, Brady is done. Brady doesn't want animals ever again. Brady's like, I. Mm-hmm. these kids are sucking everything. The wall's crumbling. He's He actually just the other day was like, I'm never getting another dog. He said, this is it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have kids because I want I want to have more kids. So, like. I, I actually had And he's comment. a little freaked out by me wanting more kids. So, like, at the end of the day, I'm like, he's like, you don't get the kids and the dogs. Like, you got to reel it in. I feel it's fair. It is a lot. So, especially with newborns, because the other thing we're dealing with right now that makes Brady crazy Milo's bark is very loud and it scares James. So we are now battling the dog bark versus the baby because he cries. <laughs> so if he is asleep and Milo barks, James wakes up and that makes Brady absolutely insane. He can't stand it. He literally, the other day I actually had to say to Brady, you can't be mad because Milo doesn't know. No, I, I, but Brady's is, Brady is the person you should ask because I still am a little nutty. I'm not going to buy the mugs anymore that say cat mom, dog mom. But like, I'm still a ride or die animal lover. At least you admitted you're nutty. That's okay. Um, I own it. I've always owned I, my shit. <laughs> you know this. Um, I own my crazy. You do. Um, I was just checking. But no. You, you kind of answered it. You, it comes down to a different level of where I would, I would have categorized myself as obsessive over my animals. I was. I was an obsessive animal lover. I took in a stray cat to give birth to kittens. Like I, I'm well aware. I love animals. 
Brady's love for animals is not as deep as mine, but I even now know with twins. Actually, that's a lie. I told Brady that I would raise another pregnant mom cat so my boys could someday experience that. But at the same time, I know that this is too much and I have way too much chaos going on. Like, it takes me 30 minutes to get out of the house with the boys. Like, I know I can't have all these animals forever. I'm going to keep my animals forever, but, like, I'm not going to have that many when we go forward after they pass. So the other thing with animals, I get zero pleasure out of having animals because... Yeah, and you're allergic. Which, allergic. How are your allergy shots going? I'm still allergic. Um, so, <laughs> yes, I've stabbed myself with a needle every day for probably six months at this point. Still... Very affected. allergic. Still affected. Um, I... Sorry. Th- this, is, this is my thought. Animals, on the scale of life... I will always put precedence on humans over animals. Okay. Some people don't like that. I would – this is the other thing with animals. I've seen it with a lot of people. I've seen – like if you can't just pack up and leave because you have an animal mm-hmm. and the animal is like an anchor, like, oh, I can't board the animal. Nobody can watch them. Therefore, I can't go. I got to go like let the dog out. In my opinion – that trade-off is not worth having it. Having an animal. Now, some people love animals and they're like, I just want to like make out with my dog. I'm like, okay. That was me with the doodles. Weird, but do your thing. I I would like to have freedom. Yeah. And my thing right now, this is what I told my wife, was Gina. Uh, yeah, you jokingly tried to give me Bo. I mean, the offer's still on the table. <laughs> Literally, if you took Bo, I would... No, I care. I could care less. Make great. One last thing. But your Gina loves Bo. She loves our three kids more. But I would say that the I agreed <laughs> to have the dog knowing that we were going to have like a family of kids that by the time this dog passes, which would be probably somewhere in about ten to twelve years from now, our kids would be like basically in high school. So then my thought is that's fine because once our kids are out of high school, I don't want anything holding me down of like I can't travel, do stuff because we have things at home. So I agreed to have the dog to pacify my wife to also bridge the time frame of when like it's hard to do anything. Yeah. So like it's not a big deal if we have the dogs. We just don't – it's hard for us to do things anyways that – when the dog passes, will be about the same time that the kids are getting out of school, and then we kind of have a little bit more freedom because I want to be able to yeah. do a lot of things post like empty nester t- type things, and I don't want to say I can't do it yeah. because I have to board a dog. Well, that's like this summer. Um, we and I also the allergic part is it kind of a big deal? Yeah, it I sucks mean, when something in allergic. your house doesn't allow you to have a quality of life that you would want. Yeah. So that sucks. Um, I'm telling you to get the medicine I told you to get. I did. I talked to him and they said you're going to be suicidal. No, it's, oh my God. If one person in the world comes back and says I was suicidal in that medicine, they have to disclose it. You're not going to be suicidal, Galen. I I assure you. I'm on it. Brady is on it and we're fine. We have a quality of life. Who did I talk to? And they're like, I feel like I talked to someone about it and they're like, well, this is what happens. Now I know what you just said. What you said is very logical. And haven't you seen the commercials where it's like, the Ozempic and they're like side effects include fainting, death. nausea, death, bloody stool, uh, what, what death, is, is suicidal thoughts, what's like all these scary things. What's it called? Montelukist. Monto. 
Luke. No, Montel Lucas. Montel? Montel Jordan? Montel. Yeah. There you go. Right there. It was just there. Go back. Oh, geez. That's a weird spelling. Yep. Can, can I get a Wikipedia on this? I'll go to Mayo. Mayo no. Is Mayo Clinic better than Metaline I Plus? I feel I like Mayo sounds like WebMD, which I feel is probably skeptical at this point. But monolucic is used to control and prevent symptoms caused by asthma. Breathing problems. Breathing problems, exercise, medication, Hay inhaler. fever, sneezing, stuffy, runny, itchy nose. Maybe safer. Yeah, I got put on asthma medicine, or I got put on inhaler, which I haven't used. I was on an inhaler after I had COVID. I only have... I'm not anymore, though. I have allergy-induced asthma. Fun fact. Do you asthma. know what I learned when I gave birth? My inhaler would have affected my epidural. Really? Yeah, they needed Ooh. to know the last time I took my inhaler. I hadn't taken Imagine. it in forever, but I'll tell you right so now. So I didn't get it. No, I didn't get an epidural. I got a spinal, and they had needed to know the last time I took my inhaler because they said that that would like determine what they gave me. I was like, I haven't taken my inhaler since probably I got pregnant, which is a miracle because I right couldn't there. breathe the whole damn time. This med- medication may rarely cause serious exactly. mental changes. Rarely. Okay. okay. All right. And guess what? I'm here and I'm fine. I'm living my best life. How often do you take this stuff? Every day. I take a pill every day. And I don't have crazy dreams. I don't have hallucinations. I don't have trouble sleeping. Um, I don't sleepwalk. I don't have suicidal thoughts or attempts. I am okay. I assure you. And guess what? I was really, really, really allergic. We couldn't, we didn't have animals my whole like life growing up because my dad and I are so allergic. Guess what? My dad has a cat now. Guess what? I have three and a dog. Is Phil on this too? Don't I mean don't disclose if you can't. Yeah, he's it. on Claritin. I take Zyrtec. It, this is this is Claritin, so I'm allergic to Zyrtec. I'm allergic. I can't take it. It's really? on my chart as an allergy. I yeah. I take Zyrtec every day, and I take um I take an actual shot every other day. Yeah. So instead of taking the shots, you should just try this for like three weeks. Brady had results within t- a week. Brady was getting up in the middle of the night. He was having such bad asthma when we first got the first cat, Eugene. His eyes were swollen shut and he couldn't breathe. He had to shower at two o'clock in the morning and steam the bathroom to get air. I thought I was going to have to get rid of the cat. Like, Yeah, why didn't you get rid of the cat? He got put on medicine. Guess what? He is fine. He does not have allergies anymore. He does not even have symptoms. So, I have so worse allergies do- than he does. Dogs, I'm not a huge fan of dogs. Yeah, my dog like knows that. I he loves you. I love dogs. A thousand times more than cats. Meaning I hate cats. Uh-uh. But this is also what I found is I think dogs and cats know. If they someone do. Is My animals are an example. Because the they amount of times I've you. walked into a house and I'm like, there's a bunch of people here. And where does the dog come? Comes right to me. Mm-hmm. And what do I do? I... Depending on the situation, if it's my dog, I kick the dog away. I don't kick. I push my foot into the dog and shove him away. That's a better term. <laughs> if I'm at someone's house, if I'm at your house, I'm doing the same thing. If I'm at a house where I'm like, I don't really know the person and see if they're going to be offended that I don't like their dog, I just like keep moving away. And I'm like, yep, I'm allergic. Like, can you fucking put your dog anywhere else? <laughs> Remember the time you were holding Milo back with your foot? <laughs> Probably. I will not like, touch. Milo was like trying to get onto your lap and I so, finally was like, oh shit. So the other day, my, my kids were like, oh my God, dad. Dad's holding, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't even know my dog's name. Our Bo. dog's holding Bo. And I'm like, no, you know why I held him? Because I picked him up because he was being not good. And I picked him up and I walked into the other part of the house and I threw him in his little cage. And then I you go. You threw him? I dropped him. Okay. And then I walked over 
Yeah, throw, meaning I put my hands over the cage and just dropped them on the ground. But I went up and then I washed my hands. Like, I'm literally like, I hold them away from me. I walk, I drop them. I go and I instantly like deep wash my hands. When I say deep wash, I mean, I like do like the happy birthday, you know, like the whole thing. Like I do like inside because I need to because I get the dander off my hands. And it's to the point where my kids are like, dad's holding the dog. And I'm like, I'm moving the dog. And honestly, I've asked my kids, I'm like, can you pick up the dog? And like, I can't get him. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. Like, I asked my kids, my kids are five and under. I'm like, can you grab the dog and put him in? I picture like little Oakland carrying Bo through the house. No, because they try and they're just like, come here. And they're like, of course. The dog's <laughs> so I literally go in and the dog, the dog hates me. So the dog like freezes. And I just grab him and put him in the thing. Why does the dog hate you? Because he just, I don't give him any affection. Okay, that's sad though. No, I could care less. And I literally don't like dogs or cats. This is, I had this analogy the other day. I think that's sad. He just I wants can, some love. I think it's, I think it's sad. I think you're sad. <laughs> no. This is, this is my thing. It affects, if something affects a human quality of life, it should not need to affect you. So, to put in perspective. I, okay, I, use this, I understand. I used this analogy the other day. But I know. Most humans, if I pulled 100 humans, I guarantee you, if you're shooting me straight, 100 humans are going to agree. Would you go stick your hand in a beehive? No, I wouldn't, Galen, because I would get stung. Exactly. So then I'd be like, Galen, do you want to go near or touch a dog? No, because I will get a really bad allergic reaction. So I try to put it in comprehension. Okay, to most I get humans. that. I understand. So I would say, like, you, would you, like, Anna, would you want a bee? If I, a bee was flying around you right now, what would you do? You'd probably, like, do one of those weird, like, motions and then run away and kind of, like, try to swat it away without hitting it because you want it to sting you. Now, Take that same insect, same organism, and translate it to a dog. That is me. So if I see a dog, I do the same thing of like, don't sting me because I would actually rather be stung by a bee because that at least stings and it just kind of goes away. A dog, I can be affected for hours or I could get sick for days. You're so dramatic. So if people mm. see someone that's not allergic to dogs would say that. I but I'm am like, allergic. But I would say I take if, medicine. If, but if someone says if someone to be says exact. no, <laughs> if someone Montelukas with a K A S T at the end, um, Montelukas sodium. But my thing is that's what, like if someone wants to like put it in perspective, it would be like you going and sticking your hand into a beehive. I mean, I wouldn't. Is do the that. equivalent of me going into like a house or a situation when there's a dog present. So I look at dog, ouch, sting, get away. And people are like, why don't you hate dogs? I'm like, because I don't want to be stung by the, the bee or the dog or whatever. <laughs> so that, that puts it in perspective You're, for people. Yeah, okay, I get it. I, I would actually tell I them, like – I also just would categorize I, you as a person who doesn't like animals. I would also say, like, do you want to go touch the hot stove? Like, no, it would burn me. I'm like, yeah, exactly. It would hurt, right? If you touch the stove, that would hurt. I'm like, yeah, so if I go near dogs, that would hurt me. Not with a sting, but like in a physical, like, oh, my eyes are swollen shut. I'm stuffed up. I'm coughing. I'm sneezing. I want to go lay down. <laughs> So that's perspective. So if people say like, ah, you don't like dogs, that's crazy. I'm like, you don't like bees or hot stoves. That's crazy. It's the same thing. I think you'd be less crazy if you just tried the medicine. I feel like one person listening to this is going to be like, Galen, I totally understand. And everybody else is someone that's not allergic to dogs. Well, I also think you're a little bit like my husband and a little dramatic. A little bit. A little bit. You sound like my wife right now. I know. Gina and I are very similar. Gina's like, you'll take shots. They'll work eventually. I'm like, 
<laughs> Maybe in five years. I'm Let's like, keep trying. Like I'm very aware. <laughs> I've jabbed myself with needles twice a day for. Every... Or like uh, Brady tore his ACL, MCL, meniscus, and on day like four, I was like, okay, we don't need to be so dramatic. Like, calm down. <laughs> like, I get you're in pain, but like, calm down, relax. <laughs> and then when we got the call and I found but, out how bad his injury was, I was like, oh, so you were in pain. <laughs> I feel like that. Gina gives me zero sympathy. I got to be like on my deathbed for Gina to be like, ah, I guess you are. It's because men great, right? get man colds. No. Nope. And yes. I, wait, wait, wait. I love my husband dearly, but he is a very wait, dramatic wait, character. Wait, can I, I want to, wait, I'm going to pause there. And I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I have this, I, this is something that I like. So if you say <laughs> men get man colds. You do. No, 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 no. If you're saying man, men get man colds, this, this is going to be. I always say there's a handful of things. If you say people get man colds, like, okay, that would be like me saying pregnancies aren't that bad. I can't say that because I've never been pregnant and I've but never guess gone what? through it. The whole time I was pregnant, I had to show up and live my life like a normal human. And I know, and I think that's great. I'm the just point saying, is, is man colds are. Where when I I'm just rebuttaling you. When I was pregnant, I still had to do my things. Like I was on totally. my deathbed. But the point was is sometimes I was hiding the fact that I was on my deathbed. When Brady got his COVID booster and he was bedridden because he had a fever, he had me make him homemade chicken noodle soup. He was well, wrapped in a head guard, like with ice pack well, on be, his be fair, head. You're nicer than Gina because she and wouldn't make I anything. I literally was like Brady. You got a booster I, shot. Like, get up. So, but then the worst part the, was is when he was actually... So that's how he is. And when he's sick, he tells me, like, oh, my God, I'm so sick. I'm so sick. I'm so sick. But then a few months ago, he got legitimately injured, like, bad. Mm-hmm. I was, like, pissed. Yeah. I was mad because I didn't believe that he was as hurt as he was so, because we also had just brought our babies so, home from the hospital. And I was like, come on. It's men's... So, it's a beer league. So this, I didn't believe this, this is my This is my argument. men's so. colds. No, no. This is my argument. You have never been a male. I have never been a female. <laughs> Therefore, I can't judge anything that a female says like, ah, oh, this sucks or this hurts. We have a way worse. We get periods. We get cramps. Which we get I, I would say... Pimples and... Which I would and say, birth. no, no, I'm not saying that's wrong and I'm not saying that's bad. I would actually say like, yeah, that sounds like it sucks. I have never experienced it. Therefore, I have no context as to how much that hurts or doesn't hurt. Same thing with females that judge males. And I'm not saying that pregnancy is, is I'm not saying delivering a child is easy. That's the last thing I'm going to say. But I would say I have no context to say if it's good or bad. And I have had some things that i've gone through that i think hurt tremendously my wife has basically no context to say whether or not i'm your wife is actually a badass she's great i love her in terms of her like delivery stories and stuff but i but i'm going to say i cannot judge her whole thing and she can't judge me because we weren't living through the same scenarios and i'm not saying one's right or wrong i could see that this this is always but i still think men get men's colds but this is my argument that, and I'm not saying man it's not cults. true or cults. whatever. There's two two lines of thinking. Number one, you have never experienced that. So I'm not saying that it's bad or good. I'm not saying that I could be like, oh, it's worse than anything you've experienced, which could be truth or not. We don't know. We will never know. But <laughs> I will also say 
that if it is true that what girls go through is harder, which if I had to pick, I think pregnancy is goddamn hard. And thank God I don't have to do it. But I would say that the con- I don't have context of anything that my wife goes through. She has no context of anything I go through. Now, it could be also that our level of pain is relative to our level of pain in history, meaning that if yeah. I say something really, really hurts, that really, really hurts to me over my 30-something years of existence because that's the only context that I can judge. I can't even judge another male to say like, ah, he had it easier or worse because I don't know because I never yeah. lived in his body. I will. I only use the context of like that really hurts, or I feel like crap because I'm comparing it to my past of like this is good or bad. Where I would never tell, even if Gina was like, oh, I feel like crap, I would never be like, Do you? Do you really feel like crap? Yeah, no. I would leave it as like you're telling me you don't feel good. Therefore, I'm going to try to do something to help <clears> you <throat> out, or like, yeah. do you need something? I don't like make homemade chicken noodle soup. Come on, be I, a better I, husband. I, I absolutely do. I'm like I. Anna, how many times have I asked you when you're sick? I'm like, do you yeah, want to pick up soup? Like, how many times did you offer to get us food when we gave birth? Yeah, and you're like, no, I don't need it. I'm like, okay, like, yeah, we were whatever. fine. I'll we save it. it and we'll bring you up for margaritas when you're ready. But the yeah, that's what I really better. want. I know you're holding up. <laughs> but but like it, normally, like same thing. My wife doesn't feel good. I'm like, do you need anything? Like, what yeah. do you need? Like, I'm not gonna sit there and be like, you're not sick. Yeah. Because, but again, love my wife. But if I'm sick, she's like, eh, you're you're, you're fine. Okay. You're and I'm okay. like. No, but I think part of that is also, I think men have a habit of complaining more than a woman. Do you know what this just made me think of, actually? Side note, this is a bad, funny story, and I'm going to be in trouble because if my sister listens to this, she's going to tell him. Brad is a little dramatic, my sister's husband. He got stung by... I will say, though, Brad produced a cute-looking kid. Yep. Baby's cute. She's cute. Carmi's cute. Um... I mean, I don't know. Alexis could have had the, you know, she obviously had work on that too, but I'm saying it's yep. a cute kid. She had a horrible delivery, so um, I would say. So, okay. She did the work. Um, She, no, so he got stung by a bee last summer at my parents, and he called it an Adirondack bee because he claims it was the biggest bee he's ever seen, and he was in Is such bad. Is he allergic? Bad... No. No. He's just dramatic. He gets man colds. <laughs> And I don't, I mean, he got stuck by the bee. And when I showed up at the house that night, he was sitting in the chair like a cripple, icing his bee sting. I remember being like, get up, get out of the chair. You're fine. It's a bee sting. It wasn't a wasp. It wasn't a hornet. It was a bee. I will say. And he's icing his leg. And all again, he did the whole night, we had a fire. All he did the whole night was talk about how much pain he was in. And I remember being like, I am going to launch myself off my parents' deck right now at first. I would do two. I'm going to give. So this is the thing. I've oh, never. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I, I will not judge somebody by their pain tolerance. You've been stung by a bee. I have. You're, and guess what? You're alive and standing. I've never iced myself after oh, being exactly. stung by a bee. But I'm not. He was dramatic. But, but I'm saying that's a bee sting to me. I don't know a bee sting to him. Like It could be different. Maybe he has a weird reaction to him. I don't know. Maybe it burns more. All make excuses. It burns. For I'm not going to lie, but it, it burns. But I'm not going to say it's bad. I like when I get like <laughs> allergies, and I'm like, ugh. Like <laughs> I'm like, I feel like crap, and I'm going to lay down. Now I will say, Gina's very good about allowing me to like sleep or rest. Yeah, Brady's good. She's about that. not the one that's going to like walk in and be like, "Do you need something?" She does it after the fact that I'm like, I haven't come out all day, and she's like, uh, "Are you still alive?" I'm like. Yeah, she's like, do you want something? I'm like, 
Sure. And at this Oxygen. point, like, <laughs> my head is like pounding. My I'm like so disoriented. And it's not that I'm not like looking for sympathy. I'm just more of like, mm-hmm. leave me alone. I can get through it. I've been like sick multiple times. Yeah. And I kind of like when you hit a certain point in age, I don't know what level or what age level, but you get to a certain point where you like, you know, what's like, you know how to get through the sickness. Like I get pretty much the same sicknesses when I get sick. So I kind of know how to like how it's gonna go, the time frame, kind of what medicine. Like you just, yeah. it's like anything else you learn. So there's times where I'm like, you know what? I just know this can be like a two, three, four day thing, and which for me they last long because it's like sinus and I have bad like nose crap and it doesn't actually yep. drain. So then I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna sit here. I'm gonna take it, and it's just gonna be like, ugh, not fun. But honestly, I'm one of those people though that when I get sick, the one thing I need. Are you done? I have a little bit more. Okay, Do you want up. the other one? No, we'll split it. Yeah, no. We'll open it. We can open it, but pour, pour, pour half in yours. Yeah, because you like cut water. What? Because you like this cut water. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's good. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, though. This I should have another one. Margarita made, made with cut water, tequila, triple sec, and lime juice. So this is literally just a margarita can. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. Oh, with a salted rim, Anna. You missed that one. In a lime wheel. It's delish. We're straight from her No, but I'm the person that, like, so we had colds last week. I actually, so James got. What did you take of this? Half. Wait, really? I don't think I took that much. Yeah, I took half. That's half a can? I'm not yeah, joking. Anna, Anna, that's 80%. Is Why, it? you want me to take a little bit more? There's no way that's half a can. Yeah. No, Anna. Oh, Here. Sorry, I thought I took No, I just don't want to skimp on you, but also I don't want all that. I can get more. There, that's definitely half. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pinch it. I I know. But if I get a cold, I just need sleep. I can feel it right here. That's fine. Yep. No, I need sleep. That's my thing. Like, you can leave me to die, but I just need to rest. So, like, I hit a point last week where James and Elliot got a cold. No idea where they got them. It was actually bad. They couldn't breathe. We were literally sucking snot out of their noses. They couldn't breathe. Oh, to yeah, that the level. little suck thing. Yes. Yeah, it's gross. Um, and the snot it coming works out of those great, little. Though. Yes, but the snot coming out. No wonder they were so uncomfortable. It was bad. It's like big loogie. Like yes, yeah. it's horrible. Yep. And you feel horrible for them because they can't say like, "Mom, my nose is plugged." Like I could just hear them. They were like. <laughs> See, that's, that's the hardest thing with kids is they can't articulate yes, what's wrong with them. So, but yeah. I could tell they were uncomfortable. They had, uh, Elliot had a fever one day. It was just not good. The next day, James is a wet sneezer. So James sneezes like this. Like in your face like that. So he hit me multiple times in the face. I thought I was going to be okay. I woke up the next day. I was sick. I got like a bad cold, like really bad. My head was like completely congested. It felt like a balloon, and I was like, I am sick. Brady came home from work the three days that I was, like, really sick, and he was like, just go to bed. Like, honestly, that's all. Like, that's all I wanted. I didn't really need anything. If I took NyQuil or DayQuil, I could function during the day to take care of them, but I needed sleep. It was painful. But guess what? Mom's got to keep momming. Except my mother-in-law let me take a nap one day and my mom came the next day and let me take a nap because I was like, when they called and talked to me on the phone, they both were like, do you need some help? I feel like you have, because two, I was like, you have two good grandmas. Oh yeah. We call them Grandma Knight and Grandma Light because Beth is Grandma Light because she took when they had colic and we were having like a lot of problems and Brady went back to work. She came um, in during the day? She would come in the morning. She would come gotcha. help me out in the morning and like hold a baby. Let me If I needed a nap because we were up all night. Yeah, Beth's great. She was like doing the night uh, morning shift. So Grandma Light... 
my mom (laughs) took grandma night so when the boys got so my boys got thrush at one point too wait they got what thrush what's that it's like the white coating in their mouth so they got too much iron and it causes thrush so part of their formula allergy they developed thrush and they had really bad sore throats but they were sick and not sleeping at all whatsoever my but brady was working so brady went back to work at this point and they were sick and um they my mom took the night shift so she'd come and sit with me from like so brady could actually like take a nap and go to sleep for a little while Mm -hmm. um my mom would come and sleep on the couch with me and we'd each take care of a baby so we had grandma light and grandma night and starting on tuesday they rotate every other day it's at liquor and wine warehouse right when you walk in the door on the left wow yep these are pretty good yeah, they're really good. And they have different flavors, but they're not as good. Um, I mean, I like lime, so. Yeah. But yeah, we have really good grandma. We have very, very, very good grandmas. And the other thing is, is they've been like insanely like active in hanging out with them. Yeah. Like they see the kids every day, almost every day. Um, Even if it's just like a 25 minute visit. So like my boys are comfortable with them enough that like my boys don't have like, you know how some babies I, get stranger danger. They don't like yeah. being handed away. They love going to their grandmas. Like they really I, are comfortable. So I'm at peace going back to work in a week because I know I'm only we, going back four days a week though. But we, we had um It'll be good. And I think they'll like it. They really like that. Like they like to hang out with them. They do it do, all the time. You, you take them out, right? Oh my god, we go places every day. Yeah. We went to the beach earlier today. Like I think um Point of Rush? Plastic? We went to the city beach and we had lunch with my parents. So um so, like, one thing we did with our oldest was we took him everywhere, mm-hmm. and we let anybody hold him from day one. Like, mm-hmm. we weren't like, ah, oh, wash your hands, don't touch the kid. We are like, no, just take him. Like, he's fine. And, oh, we uh, did the wash your hands thing. And, I mean, people, like, kind of voluntarily well, did, but they we just, like, but, like, people voluntarily did, but yeah. I never was like, go wash your hands before touch my, yeah. touch my kid. Most people were like, let me just wash my hands, like, whatever. But the first, actually, this no. also first pre- two months, we didn't really let a lot of people see him. We kept him home those first two months because we, they were only five pounds. They were tiny. Yeah. Well, Elliot you, was four. You, you were different. I mean, yeah. we, our kids were like pretty much full. I mean, crew was a couple months or a couple weeks early, but it wasn't months. Crew um, was just thrown out to the wolves. Yeah. I mean, he, a lot of people carried him. He went a lot of places. He saw a lot of people. Crew's always been comfortable. Oakland, the same. Penn is probably the most finicky, but he was also born like in 2021. During COVID. During yeah. COVID, um, not a COVID baby. I mean, was a COVID baby, but was a planned COVID baby, if that makes yeah. sense. Yep. Um, you told me you were pregnant during the lockdown. Yeah, we, we yeah, we, we were, we were trying, I think he actually, he was born on his due date. So he was conceived, I want to say March or April of 2020. Yeah. So he was like conceived like right at the very start. Like, and I remember the day you told me you were pregnant. For uh, Penn? Penn. You said it so casually in a conversation that all of a sudden I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. The third <laughs> one's like, a little different. Yeah. You literally were like, well, yeah, because um, Gina's due. Ha- Oakland was still little. Yeah. And I remember oh, she was kids- a little baby. Like a, I would still have so called her a baby. Crew. And all of a sudden you're like, yeah, and Gina's due in this time. So I'm just trying to get everything done by that. And I like looked at you. Um, we were on FaceTime. And I literally <laughs> was like. Wait, what? So, <laughs> Did you just tell me you're due? Like, so are you having a baby? Crew was, crew to pen is three years and two weeks. And we have three kids. Three under four? We did, yeah. And how old is crew now? 
crew is five, he turned six in December. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. Which is weird, but he turned six. Um, and he's like he's like a little mature child. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he's he's, he's turning funny. six. Oaks is turning uh, five in May. Love Oaks. And Penn is turning three in January. I have to come see them. I yeah, miss Oaks. Anytime. Bring your bring your boys over. I need to because um I had talked to Gina a while back and she wanted to see the boys. Come over. Come this weekend. Yeah, I'll bring them over. I think we're just uh not Saturday. Come Sunday. Okay. I'm gone just Saturday. Text me. Yep, that's fine. Um, but um, yeah, so we have we we basically were like back to back to back, and honestly, Penn was we were trying for Penn probably at the start of 2020. It took us probably two to three months for her to get pregnant for Penn. Yeah, which still crew a, crew was a... one and done. Oakland was about I want to say probably two months, and then Penn was fertile Myrtle. Oh yeah, we were we were we were shooting bullseyes. Um, Penn what, was. Do you think Gina would have three... gone for number four? No, no, no. So we had we had crew. We were like, we definitely want multiple yeah. kids. We had Oakland, and I I remember. And now Oakland was a very easy delivery yeah. for Gina. I remember Oakland. Um, basically, like I remember after we had Oaks, like Gina literally in the like I think it was I think it was literally the delivery bed it was like holding Oaks, and she's like, I think I want a third. Like I, she told us, like when she was in the hospital, it wasn't in the in the delivery. It was in the whatever post delivery, um, and then she was rocking it. And then after Penn, so we both grew up with three. Like I have two yeah. siblings; she has two siblings. But then after Penn, we were both like we're good. And it was weird because I felt after Oakland, I'm like I really want a third. And then I felt after Penn, I'm like I don't want a fourth. And it wasn't like he was. Yeah, he was our most challenging kid, but it wasn't that we. Ha- we kind of made a decision before before that. We were just kind of like, we want three. Yeah. And because some people were like, oh, you get a boy and a girl, you're done. I'm like, no, we still want three. And then we ended up having another boy, which is awesome. It's funny because my family is boy, girl, girl, and her family is boy, boy, girl. So now we have boy, girl, boy. So we, we kind of like. Yeah, that's cool. So when it went boy, girl, my family would have been if we had another girl would have been similar to mine, and then hers obviously was different. So it was it was kind of cool to have boy girl boy because we like we never grew we we grew up. Yeah, I, I think one of the cool things was I never had a brother. I had two sisters, which are great. I love both my sisters, but I I never had a brother, which I was always like it'd be really cool to have a brother, like play sports yeah. with, like just have like that bond with because like yep. guys and girls like. I get along with my sisters, but I think if I had a brother, it'd be different. It's fun, yeah. Um, so now I have two boys, which I think is cool because that's kind of like, yeah, me living vicariously through two and boys. Oakland is like independent in her own right, so I feel like she's someone think, who will be good at having two brothers. It's funny because I always wanted a brother. Gina loved having two brothers, yeah. and Oakland is like two brothers in the middle. And I think Oak, I think Jean likes that because there's an older and a younger. And a younger, yeah. She always had two. She was always the youngest. She had two older brothers. Yeah, and, and both her brothers are awesome, awesome guys. But it was, uh, it's just, it's just funny how that how it worked out but it was almost like i remember when we because we didn't find out the gender for any of them yeah i can't believe you did that and uh which i will say we're you and i are on opposite ends of this i think if you can pause and have a little bit of delayed gratification this so i'll give you my experience and we never found out for three kids every single one of the kids that we had i remember going into like the hospital like okay we're gonna have this kid and I was obviously you're nervous because like 
your wife's giving birth and there's a lot of things going on. And like I was. It's kind of chaos. Two things. I was stressed out. But I was probably more focused than anything I've ever been in my life. Like to the you point where that. like you were like zoned. Like in. if someone dropped a pin on the floor, I've been like, what dropped? Like yeah. I mean, I probably could hear anything because your senses are just heightened because you're in kind of like yeah. a. I've only had a few moments like that in my life. One of them was sports. Um, I remember kind of having that feeling in state championship game, and then my second feeling was, which was even greater, was childbirth. Like to the point where I remember I was like, I literally like there's I'm like so focused right now that I can. Like, if you asked me, like, what's the color of that? I was like, I would tell you. Even though I have yeah. no clue what it was, I would still give you the right answer. Because I was, like, so zoned in zoned on everything. In. And I and that was more for crew. The other ones weren't as bad. But crew was my first one. So I was like, what's going on? And Gina was like, yeah. you know, obviously you're seeing your wife, like, not in the most comfortable position, like, in pain and stuff. But I remember, um, you know, the whole process, like, it, it's – there's a lot to it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But – I just remember as like each kid was being born, like we didn't know the gender. So like part of it was like I was an excitement. I was nervous, but I was excited because I was like, oh, we get to find out because most yeah. people were like you think you about, waited nine months. But for think this. about like you were excited to see the gender reveal, or whatever. Like no, I wasn't. I didn't have like a gender reveal. But I mean, like when Do you, you know- actually, no, but I'm saying like when you found out the gender, you there was like a level of excitement. Not really. I was terrified. Okay. Well, most people, when they have I like a- I was very freaked out. And when I say be, gender which, reveal, that I'm, horrible. Not, I'm not talking about like- Don't a, you remember? I was like legitimately terrified to have kids. Yeah. But I, I would say most people are excited. Like most people nowadays have like a party to tell yeah. like what the gender yep. is. Like Brady wanted to have a party and I refused. But, I was like, so, no. Well, our thing was like, we didn't even know. So like our gender reveal party was literally at the delivery, which I will say- if I had to go back and do it again, I would do that a thousand times. So I would never change my mind because every time I was yeah. sitting there like waiting, I was a mixture of like, <laughs> ah, but I was a mixture of like, oh my God, it's like Christmas morning. Like yeah. what's under the package? And it was like, I don't know what the gender is. And it was funny because um, obviously our first one was a boy and like Linda like pulled the baby yeah. out. So I was like, oh my God, it's a boy. Yeah. And then I remember when Oakland came out, it was like, oh, it's a girl. And then like Penn came out. It was like, like so you have this idea where – there's a level of like, oh my God, what is it? And then you're like, holy crap, we got a boy, we got a girl. Kids, yeah. We also had names, but we didn't know what names. So it wasn't like we had like, oh, it's a boy or a girl and these are the names. It was like, we have two names. Like honestly, like Penn, we had a boy and a girl name. Like we never used what a girl would, name. If Penn was a girl, what would the name be? It's not far off. Do you have a guess? Penley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we like Penn. We came up. So we had crew in Oakland picked for the first baby. Obviously, it was crew. The second baby was Oakland and Penn. It was Oakland. So the third Penn one was Penn, Penley. and we really like Penn. So and Gina actually really loves Penley. I I am glad it was Penn. I like yeah, Penn I better than Penn. Penley. I think I actually love all three of the names together. I I do, and and uh, like now it's like I couldn't even imagine. It was just funny. So and Penn, they all look like like crew looks like a crew. Oakland looks like an Oaks and. Pen looks like a pen. Well, it's weird how that works. And and we would have called the girl Penley, and we would have just called her Pen. Pen, yeah. Kind of like Oakland, but we call her Oak. I, yeah. I, I very I call her Oakland when I want to get her attention, but I usually call her Oaks, like yeah. I, just to kind of her nickname. And I think I'll oh, always I call her. her Oaks. So so we loved the name Oaks because it was kind of like a cool name, but it was like a you know it's like a strong like Oak Tree was like strong. That was yeah. the name, and Gina like Lynn. So she like we combined that name. Do you, um, um, so you said how Gina and the, when you had Oakland mm-hmm. knew in the hospital, like, I think I want to go for number three. Yeah. So do you remember one of the last times I came here, okay. remember I was, 
over in my office. Yes, and I was sitting in the chair, and you and Jen were painting. And yep. remember how I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I was a miserable pregnant person. I had a horrible experience. I did not have a good yeah, pregnancy. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I mean, we had a lot you're, of you're, we had a lot of very scary, fun, optimistic person. Yes, yes I was you, not optimistic. We had a lot of setbacks though, so it wasn't just like drama. But they, we had a lot of like scares. We had a lot of bad. You news also were told before. that it wasn't fraternal. Then it was. Oh, for, they were identical for, for six months. And yeah. then all of a sudden they were like, by the way, no, I, I remember one time you would like update me with random stuff. Like randomly yeah. you just text me. I'm like, what? And then at like, one point like, they ding, had, ding, ding, ding. they had warned me of the risk of a stillborn on one. And like at that point you, you can't, you, your excitement freezes. Like we had a lot so, of complications yeah. and then my blood pressure was bad. And then I got preeclampsia at the end. I would say the end was when I was a little bit more excited, but then I was like, oh my God, like I'm having two babies. But I was a very bad candidate for positivity because I'm not kidding. I was doom and gloom and I was miserable. But do you know what's weird? Yes. Answer. I gave birth the quickest four hours and trauma of my life because it was so insanely fast. They had Mm -hmm. told me I was going to have 24 hours when my water broke. They told me to take my time driving to Burlington. It was 1130 at night. I got out of bed to pee and my water broke. And the doctor on call was like, because I was a high high risk, very high risk pregnancy. So like I had to call and notify everybody like I'm coming. When I got there, they met me at the door with a wheelchair. And I got upstairs and I knew it was coming because on the ferry, my contractions went from six minutes to a minute and 20 seconds. So like I said to Brady, you got to put your hazards on. We got to go. Like I'm having these babies. We got there. Everybody was like tiptoeing around me. And I remember being like, they're coming. Like they're coming out right now. So the doctor came in to assess and all of a sudden she stands up and she looks at me and she goes, um, we don't have 24 hours. We have about 15 minutes. We got to go. I remember I burst into tears and I called my mom. Brady called my mom because I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not having these babies. I'm done. I'm not doing it. So I, Brady calls my mom and he's like, we're having a meltdown. Like we need help. My mom was at home because no one can go in with you because of COVID still. Mm-hmm. My mom gets on the phone and my mom is like, you're having these babies. Like, you got to get it together. Like, they're coming now. Like, you're going to be fine. She was like, I will come see you as soon as you're done. You're going to go have them, okay? And I literally remember being like, okay. (laughs) So I hang up the phone. I get wheeled into the OR. I meet the team of 35 people. I remember seeing all the people in there, though. I was like, oh, my God. Like, all these people are here for me because I had all these like things going on. I had two babies. <laughs> I just remember being like, this is traumatic. Like, this is horrible. And then, Galen, they gave me my spinal and I got the, a thing called the pregnancy shakes. Did Gina ever get any of those? I, no, I don't think so. so. You're I, I, well, I should say I don't know by name. So your adrenaline, the spinal, and your hormones all kind of, they described it to me. The anesthesiologist says your body kind of crashes those together. So they had to strap my arms down, but this is how I was shaking. Like the whole bed was shaking. And they're like, yeah, it's normal. Brady thought I was having a stroke. Brady came in and he was like, are you okay? Like what Like, what do you need from me? Because I was like. And they're like, no, it's fine. So I gave birth. So we did the curtain where they'd count down five, four, three, two, one. Okay. They'd pull a baby out and hold it up over the curtain. Like that's how I got to see him. But then they were put on their little things and wheeled away. I didn't get to see them for seven hours. Which is yeah. horrible. Which, yes. But then I remember I gave birth. And so I was done. So up until that moment, I was never having another baby. You could not make me. Like I at that point was team vasectomy. Like we're done. I remember I got to hold Elliot first. And then I held yep. James second. 
And I went back to the room and I literally with a straight face looked at Brady and I was like, I'm going to have a third. He was like, get out of my face. <laughs> like, Get away from me. I was like, I'm going to have another one because they need a sibling. Um, so like, I am not kidding. My whole brain went from like, no, I'm never doing this again to like, no, I'm going to have a third. And I remember the first time I told my sister, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to go for number three. She was like, I'm actually impressed that you want a third. But there is something about like your brain kind of honestly kind of forgets it. Um, but Gina it was, never had that. Oh, it was the minute I held them. I was like, I'm going to have another baby. I'm going to do it again. And this time I want to like try to enjoy it more. And hopefully I'm not having twins again. <laughs> well, yes. Mm, um, um, but I just want to be like did, more present in pregnancy. Like I want to experience the good. I, I the good swear to God, I'm it. listening to you. I'm just trying to get this done before I have to leave. No, this I gives know. us more time to talk. No, I know. I, I'm listening to you though. Um, Sorry, so so folks who don't know, I'm like rattling off emails really quick so I can get this all done so we can I'm talk kind of, more I'm and then like, I can just bounce. However, I'm also like reading them at the same time. I mean, they're all fine. I just, I actually CC the wrong person. <laughs> but yep, I want a third. And I made Brady want a gag the other day because I said, if I have another boy, I'm going for number four. Um, You want four? If I had three boys, I want to try for one more for a girl. If I get a girl on my next pregnancy, I'm done. If you get so if you get another boy, you want four. Mm-hmm. Really? And Brady's like, absolutely not. And what the day I told I Brady thought, that, the okay. day I said that to Brady, which I've never wanted four kids in my entire life, ever, ever, ever. But because I had two right off the bat, my idea has changed, and I want another. I want to experience having a girl. <laughs> But if I get a boy, I'm going to have to get pregnant again and do it for the fourth time. So you would you would want that? Yeah, I would do it if it's before the age of um, 35. So th- this is what also people asked. I hypothetically, if we would have gotten, I guess it doesn't really matter because we had a boy, girl, and a boy. If I would have gotten three boys or three girls, I would not have tried for a fourth. Really? No. Like my, my whole thing Maybe was like we change. just wanted we just wanted three. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. It's it's like it's anything my else. My goal is three, but I'm saying if I get three boys in a row, I'm gonna go for number four. I'm gonna try. So you'd be okay with four boys and other girls? Yeah, at that point I have a full house. One of them is gonna love me enough to stay. <laughs> no, it's fair. I, I uh <laughs> Yeah. No, I I guess the whole thing was we never like we were three, did not care about gender. Like I think we got bailed out because Oakland came second, so it was boy girl. Okay, so I don't care. So I, sh- about I, sh- gender. I shouldn't say that. Like if it was boy boy, boy, I'd still be happy. Well, I'd be happy. I'm thinking if I would have had boy boy boy, would I want a girl? Or if I had girl girl girl, the reason but I say boy boy boy. Sometimes is I'm a little first. freaked out to have a girl. I will. Girls say... Girls are like scary. They're I will liars say this. And nutcases. Maybe, but. We have some liars and nutcases in my genetic lineup that I'm like, mm, I don't think I'm, I'm set for that. I, I think there's a mixture, but I will say having both, I couldn't imagine life without Oakland. I know. I think it would like, be fun. I absolutely love her. However, she I love is, to be a boy mom. I love it. There's so you much. You are a boy mom. Like I, the, the, Also, the term of like boy mom, boy, girl mom, girl dad, such a, I, I will say this, again, might rub people the wrong way, I think is a bullshit title like if you have a boy but no it's a different mentality i think 
But if you have two boys and a girl, you're still a boy mom and a girl mom. You're still a mom. You're yes. mom. Take no, away the absolutely. fucking gender. You're mom. But I love. Like I don't sit there. And I be love like, having I'm a my girl two boys. dad or a boy dad because I I like I'm yeah. just a dad. I got three kids. But I think the boys, like even as babies, I think my boys are funny little dudes, and I think my sister is little girl radiates being a little girl. You know what I mean? She's very girly. I, she's very whiny sometimes, but she's got sass. You can tell she's got like attitude. My boys are just like, where's my mom? Where's my mom? So they just want their mom. I love that. So what you'll find, this was us. All three kids went through a phase, mom, mom, mom. Then they went through a, a very like short period of time where they wanted dad. And then it went back to mom. But I would say right now, crew is very much um, both. I think... So this is the thing I think with Crew and I. I think Crew and I, like when people say, I don't, I do not, like, do you have a favorite kid? I don't. I, like, I love all my kids. They, I, they're all different. Mm-hmm. The one thing I have a soft spot always for Crew, and I always will, a couple things. Number one, he's, he's the oldest. He's your old- firstborn. Well, yeah, he's the oldest and firstborn, which I was too. So I have more of context around him than anybody else because mm-hmm. I grew up with no older siblings and I grew up only with younger. Yeah. I also so there's a level of there's a level of connection to that based on I have the most um firsthand experience to him than any others. I never had an older sibling, I never had a brother, yeah. like I can't say that. Um I will also say that I didn't really focus on this growing up, and nor do I focus on it now because obviously I'm an adult. But I do have a little bit more empathy for him partly because every stage that he hits is new to him and new to us. Yeah. And Oakland and Penn, who the stage is new to them, I've already experienced every single thing most likely they're going to go through. Now, Oakland's slightly different because she's a girl, and I might, and, and not necessarily right now. I think as she gets older, I'll experience some other things mm-hmm. because she's a girl. But if I had to go from a kid, Crew, I have a soft spot because Crew was the is the only person in the world that made me a dad. Like yeah. Oakland and Penn, I'm a dad, but I've I already was I already had that title when they were born. Crew was the one that made me gave me that title, which I value that title more than any title in the world is that of of dad. Um, but I also when I got that. Like when I became dad, I was learning things as I still am. Like he went to kindergarten. Like I've never put my kid on a bus and I've never just sent him to school on a bus, which I wasn't like emotional. Like, oh my God, I'm crying. Like as he's getting on the bus, like it wasn't the case, but like. But it's kind of like a hole in your stomach. Yeah. In my sense, it was like, oh my God, he's going to kindergarten. Yeah. He's more than capable. He's fine. Mm -hmm. But. In my head, it's like, this is a new adventure for him and I. So we're both – I mean, we have different different uh, roles, but everything he experiences for the first time as a child is the first time I experience it, experience it as a parent. So I have a little bit more empathy for him because I'm like, honestly, buddy, we're figuring it out. Like you – I mean, we don't like yeah. – I don't like sit down and be like, hey, buddy, let's talk about this. But – I'm saying I know that in my head of like everything he's going through, I'm figuring it out. Everything he's going to go through, I'm going to figure it out because I don't know. Where Oakland and Penn, I'm like, I've already figured out the, you know, 
first grade, whatever grade they're going into, the first practice, the first maybe, um, let's say, boyfriend, girlfriend, heartbreak, whatever, first mm-hmm. going to college, first, anything that's going to happen in their life that's of anything substantial, even just basic stuff, like first time having just basic food or trying something, like I'm going to experience that with crew Typically, before I'm going to experience it with the others, which makes that that experience with crew a little bit more, um, what's the word, um, significant to me in a sense of like the other two. I'm like, well, yeah, we've done that before. Like, yeah. and, and and I heard this analogy the other day, which I thought was good. Um, I get this email every day called Daily Dad. If you haven't signed up for it, just sign up for it. I've talked to it a million times. I think it's great. It's about like stoic philosophy, but deals with parents. And, and again, if you're not a dad, your mom, sign up for it. It's the same. It's 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 what is uh, it? it's called Daily Dad. It's meant for dads, honestly. There's it's parents. It's fine. Um, he just writes it in the context of dads. It, it's Ryan Holiday writes it. Ryan does a bunch of stoic philosophy. Eagles the way, uh, or sorry, ego is the enemy. Obstacles the way. Stillness is the key. Daily Stoic, all that stuff. It's, it's Ryan Holiday. Big fan of him. But he does a thing called Daily Dad. Um, and one of the things he said the other day was, okay, if your kid, let's say your kid is going on the plane for the first time and they're scared. Mm-hmm. And you say, come on, it's not a big deal. Okay, well, pause there. So a couple things. Basically what it said is you saying it's not a big deal to them. One takes their opinion and basically punches it to the ground, squashes it. The idea behind it is their opinion that it's scary is their reality. It's their truth. It's what they believe. I can turn to my son and say, or kid, daughter, whatever, and say, hey, when I was your age, I was scared to get on the plane because it was my first time. Mm -hmm. I'm just letting you know I've been on the plane, you know, dozens of times in my life. I'm very comfortable going on a plane. Yeah. And I wouldn't let anything bad happen to you. Trust me that you'll be fine. I can say that to my kid, but I still have to realize that his He's still scared. He's still scared and yeah. like, you know what? I think you should be scared. It's your first time ever. I'd be scared I was scared of my first trip ever. But I'm telling yeah. you right now, you're gonna be good. But just trust me. And the whole Guess idea what? behind that I'm still scared. Well the whole <laughs> idea behind that though is I'm acknowledging his scared him being scared because yeah. I got to also put, and I, this, this is something I think you guys will do, especially as they get older is you will realize like my kid's reaction, even though I don't think it's scary, important, blah, 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 or, or realistic yeah. that l- individual does. So if I'm like, you know what, if I was five, I would probably be scared too. Mm-hmm. So now let me legitimate, legitimize his yeah. um, feelings and and not just squash them because I know they're not realistic. Because I'm like, you know what? For a five-year-old, those are very realistic things. So let's not just be like, suck it up. Let's do it. Instead, say, it's kind of like anything else. It's like acknowledge. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, I do this all the time with people. If it's your first time buying a home, like, I totally get it. Like, it's nerve-wracking. You've mm-hmm. never done this before. I've been a part of hundreds of these. Like, it's not a big deal to me. But I got to take a step back and I got to put it in the context of you buying your first home. I do the same thing with my kids. I'm like, I get it. It's your first time doing X, Y, or Z. I have to put it in that context. But I also, again, if I'm the, you know, um, you know, parent to crew, who's my oldest, it's like, yeah, I honestly, buddy, like 
I don't even know. I'm figuring this out at the same time. I just know I'm going to make sure that I'm going to be like by your side. I'm not going to say I'm right. I'm not going to say I'm going to be yeah. great. I'm just going to say like I'm going to be there. And I think part of that is the bond that I have with him that I think is always going to be there. Where Penn, who's the youngest, I'm like, nah, you're okay. <laughs> I'm still going to acknowledge it. But like I also know that like I – for me, that's going to be my third go around of whatever yeah, that situation no, is sure. where crew. I'm like, God, he didn't do his homework. Like, how do I handle this one? Or yeah. man, he's being rebellious. How do I handle this one? Or wow, he got his heart broken for the first time. How do I handle this one? Like yep. all these like weird things that you never experienced before. And it's like, Oh, this is the first time I got to talk about the birds and the bees kind of thing. Like I've never done this before. Like yeah. it's always different than versus like, okay, pen. Okay. Like, I'm just going to tell you how it is. Like, yep. And I think I, I take that responsibility very serious, at least, you know, for all the kids, but for crew, especially, cause I'm like, wait, let me think about this. Am I handling it the right way? Yep. Or I'm like, he's five. He's fine. I'm like, is he fine? I don't know. He's <clears throat> five. I don't know that. And I'm like, how was I at five? What's my memories of five, six? He's in kindergarten. Okay. What's my memory of being in a kid, uh, being in kindergarten? Which is probably like five things you can remember. Like not a lot, but you're like, okay, I remember I was like this. I remember I did that. I remember I worked on that worksheet, which is the equivalent of him working on the worksheet. How did I feel at that point? Like I know it's like simple stuff, but a lot of times I think back to like how was I at that age? Because at five, you, I have memories of being five. Yeah. I don't have memories of being two. I had Miss Cook at Bailey Avenue and we danced on the tables on Friday. P- provocative. Mm-hmm. She put the music on and we danced on tables. Um, I don't think you could do that now. How, what what year was this? How old was I when I went to kindergarten? How old are you when you go to kindergarten? Five. So typically. I was born in 96. This also baffles me. So it's got to be like 2001 because I was in kindergarten when 9-11 happened and that was 2001. That's wild. Yeah. So and the thing about 9-11 so, is my mom wasn't going to tell me what happened. And we went to school the next day because we were all sent home and the next day my mom said she sent me back to school and they told us about osama bin laden and everything that happened and i went home and my mom said for years when like something bad happened or like the storms came in or like the the wreath on the front door would shake on the window i'd be like it's sam bin laden because i was completely scared of him and my mom was like, I don't think I would have told you because I didn't want you to live in fear of what happened on 9-11. She hadn't so, decided what she was going to do yet, but then the school told us. And I was in kindergarten. So it was funny. You were in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. I was in sixth grade. Yeah. Gina was a senior in high school. That's funny, actually. Which is great. Um, I, I, I would say to this day, now I'm 30... How old are you now? 26, 27? 27. So, which is so funny because I never would have talked to you 12 years ago. Not that you're a bad person. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's always funny well, when guess you... guess what? I was cool then. But, but you know when you take, like, life... I was lightweight, though. <laughs> Good to know. Um, but... Um, I couldn't hang the way I think about like, now. I always talk about Gina. Like, Gina was a senior in high school when I was in sixth grade. Yeah, that's, that's funny. Which is Sometimes funny. I forget that you guys are, like, a few years apart. Yeah. I'm a year older than Brady. Which, 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 yeah, Gina's six years older than me yeah. and like does not matter. I don't think sorry, you would know though. Doesn't matter 
some references are slightly different. Like when she references stuff maybe from like late 90s when I was kind of youngish. It's like I remember but not as well as her. Most of the stuff were pretty close. At no point do I ever look at Gina and be like, oh my God, she was a senior in sixth grade. Which is so Doesn't funny. Doesn't that make you feel like such a badass? Well, if I put like, it in that perspective, yes. But now the other I'm day like, Brady called me a cougar and I looked at him and I said, I hate I to mean, break it to you. Like 11 months is not being a cougar. Well, actually it was funny because Gina actually coached Clinton, which were the cougars at the time. And I was like, you're such a cougar. Years she ago. tried to recruit me to play soccer for her. It's funny. Which is Remember I left her on red and she, the first time I hung out with you guys, she was like, yeah, remember that time you didn't answer me? That's funny. I was like, yeah. Like, yeah, grudge scene. I didn't, um, I didn't want to play anymore. And she goes, yeah, I remember. I know. It's, it's so funny. Um, No, I, yeah, Jean's awesome. But she, yes, she's. She's so nice. She's, she's just old. a nice person. I absolutely love her. But she is, Um, it's just funny the age, like now, I would never even think of that. Like, it's funny, like Jen works with me. I'm not going to give Jen's age away. But if I was to take, Gina was in a senior runs in sixth grade. Me and Jen are more of a gap. And G- and Jen's one of my best friends. Like, now. Mm-hmm. like I talk to her every day. She's great. No, I think you hit an age eventually where like your number, it, it, like your age doesn't really matter. It's more of like Correct. what you have in common. Correct. And I, it's like, funny. I have a really close friend and her kids in high school. Yeah. I, I would, I would say the time frame. We gotta, I gotta wrap this up quick. I gotta, it's five o'clock. I know I have dinner at Todd and Linda's. I gotta get Oaks. Oaks is on the playground right now, waiting for me. Um, I I don't know at what age. I would say when I got out of college and I started to have friends that were older, the gap blurred. Which I know a lot of yeah. people that I know now that are younger or older. By, I mean you're what six years younger. And I have Gina's six years older. So put it in perspective, I have like very good people in my life that are six years younger and six years older. And I would actually cap the older side. Like, Well, that's like I would consider well, Gina. Gina is one of my friends now and she's 12 years older than me. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't. But if I talk to her, I would never feel like she's 12 years older than no, me. No. And I think at, is there 20, let's say 21. So I'll put it in perspective. I'm 33. A 21, 33, 89. Yes, I'll be turning 34. Okay, so I'm 33. So if if I took someone that was 21, meaning they're 12 years younger than me, mm-hmm. so they would be 21, that means on the upside, it'd be 45. Yeah. So like someone that's 45 to me now can be a very, very, very close friend. Someone yeah. that's 21 could, mean, could be. I am more. Know, I'm more apt to be I'm very- I'm 27 and I still don't think I'd hang out with like a 21-year-old. You're in a different place. Yeah, so I'm saying a 45-year-old is someone that connects with me more than a 21-year-old. I would say the same thing. But I would say a 45-year-old has typically kids in high school and things like that. And again, I'm just saying because I, you know, not to give ages away, but... No, it's true, though. Basically, my coworkers are all in those age brackets, and I consider them fun people, and I look forward to seeing them and hanging out, and we just, like, gel. It's almost like a lifestyle shift. It's when your lifestyle merges. Yeah, I would say when you get... I would say when you hit... A lot of things changed for me when I was like 24, 25. Yes. Yeah, I would say 24. Many, many yep. things. And and I go back to like your brain develops. It's when develops you start and... like living on your own, paying your own bills, like grocery shopping and living your life and like but going out to dinner and making plans and then that, being like, I'm going to have kids. And That's your brain, when you're like. Your brain fully develops at 25. Really? 
Yeah. Do you know what my mom told me yesterday that blew my mind? Sorry, this is just a weird note. No. Um, my mom said at the age of 25, your kidneys are at the peak and every year after 25, they die 1%. So your kidneys are like going downhill from the time you turn 25. I found that kind of interesting. I think your eyes, you're born with the same size eyes. Uh, yeah, my kids have bug eyes. And everybody was no, like, but, but I think they le- grow into their eyes. But I think legitimately your eyes now are the same as when yeah, you were at they, birth. Somebody told me that the first day because I thought, holy hell, they have crazy eyes. Brady has big eyes too. Like his eyes are like wide and stuff. But he has big <laughs> eyes. The boys have big eyes. And I remember saying one day they have their dad's eyes. And somebody said to me, no, they're born with the same size eyes and so- they grow into them. That and the fact that every baby's born with blue eyes. So you're like, oh, my kids got blue yeah. eyes, which is like, I want them to have blue eyes. I'm like, I think my boys are going to be blue, though. My sisters are starting to lighten, and ours are like navy blue. All like our kids, navy. all our kids are blue. Oakland has dark, 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 dark brown eyes. Yeah, she does have dark eyes. Dark eyes. And yeah. she's so pretty, but she has dark, dark, dark eyes. Both boys have green eyes. Yeah. Uh, both boys have light green eyes, and they every single one of them, all three, had blue eyes when they started yeah all so babies, babies are all blue born. when they start like yeah. losing them it's kind of cool it is cool it's cool to see the eyes change um but if you i mean there's kids that's like, like my sister's baby's eyes are like this like hazily like almost i think they might turn green so you can do this like eye color percentage eye color brady's hazel and i'm very blue but if you if you go by Green oh eyes God. is nine percent. Green 9%? is less than blue. I would have thought really? blue is less. No. I would have thought blue is the least popular. Not popular. Wow. The least common. No, so brown is, is the word. most popular. Yep. And that's in the U.S. in the world. Blue, blue is twenty seven. Yeah, so I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go world. But take take world out. So basically, world population, most people, 55 to 79% of the world population are brown, brown eyes. eyes. So I'm going to go U.S., so we'll scratch the world. Brown eyes, 45%. Blue eyes, 27%. Yeah, that kind of blows my mind. I, I would even think hazel could be more than blue. I agree. I agree. I thought blue is kind of rare. But I think blue is rare, too. 45 is brown. 27 is blue. 18 is hazel. 9 is green. Gray is less than 1%. Um, I have Except green eyes. Except sometimes my eyes look gray. So if I'm sick, have you ever heard of sick you eyes? Have, what color eyes do you have? I have really blue eyes. Like I was gonna ice say, you, blue. You have, and then I have a navy blue there, ring there's around the outside. There's a handful of people that I think have really pretty eyes. Your eyes are, I think your eyes are great. My sister-in-law has really pretty eyes. She has like a light, light green eyes. Yeah. But they're very pretty. Like um, Gina has dark, which is funny. She has oak's eyes, Gina right? calls her eyes shit brown. If Oakland, if Gina's eyes are shit brown, Oakland is like fucking like black. They're black. Like <laughs> yeah. Oakland's eyes are she way has darker dark eyes. Than, yeah. G- Gina has brown eyes. Oakland has dark brown. I have green. Um, the boys both are like a mixture of green hazel, but they're kind of yeah. transitioning to green. Um, none of our kids have blue, and Oakland is. I mean, Oakland is off. The, I think off the charts brown to the point where like the pupil and the actual brown are almost identical. Yeah. You, the last time I was there, we were talking about her eyes, and you were like, "Look at her eye! Look at her eyes!" They're so bl- they're so brown, but they're so yeah. dark, and she's tan. Yeah, she's tan, and she has like this like dirty blonde hair. She's super cute, but um. Oh my god, she's adorable. She's like, and crew has the best hair ever. She's like Jean, but like, 
And Gina's very tan. She's like she tan does. Like Gina. She's out of your kids. I think she looks the most like Gina. Absolutely. Yeah. Cruz like me, and Penn's kind of a mixture. No, I still see more you and Penn. I, the boys, I, I see you. Yeah. Oakland is Gina. I agree. Um, Oakland has a little bit of my through. face like shape, but she's Wait, got Gina's Wait, here's my question features. for you. Do you think either of my kids look like me? Everybody has told me. No, that. so this is the problem. I thought one kid looked like you and one kid looked like Brady. And you're like, it's the opposite. I'm like, really? Oh, yeah. You told me Elliot looked like me. And I was like, no. No. I, so I saw a picture the other day. Well, the, the first one... time ever the other day, some, Amanda at DFCU was like, James looks like you. And I was like, are you serious? So Martha, when Martha, Mrs. Hewitt, Grandma Hewitt, Grandma Knight, so she had all three babies with her. Mm-hmm. You could easily tell which one was Alexis. The one in the middle. Even well, if you her say baby's that, skin is also like, very dark. I, I would say their baby, I saw some resemblance of Brad in that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, yeah. that looked like Brad. Your, your two kids. Pull, yes. pull up your two kids. Last thing we got to do, because I do have to go get my kid. Five, oh, six, yeah. My two little babies. Well, actually, I'll pull this one up. This is them. All of them so together. So let, let me say that real quick. So... I, I mean, I can see both, but I think I think um, it's Carm. Carmelina. I feel like has at a glance. God, I don't know. Now Do I'm you know looking what's funny at though? it. Now I'm looking at it. I feel like Alexis, but I can see she does look like Alexis, but she does look like Brad too. It's weird. It's when weird. I, when I first looked at it, I'm like definitely Brad. Now I'm kind of like eh, I would say 60, 70 Brad, thirty percent Alexis. Now, what about the other two? It's hard. But I see Brady in both. I see you both in both, but I see I'm, go- I'm going to commit. I'm not going to be like, eh, we should no, watch I it. I'm going to be I, like. I fully own it. I fully admit that they are Brady's boys. Or are you going to shock me? My mom lately has been telling Kay. me James looks nope, like me. Nope. So I'm going to do it. This one. Mm-hmm. Which one's that? James. That looks like you. That, yes. one, that one looks okay. like Brady. So you've switched. You switched. Have I switched? Okay. Yes. So a month ago, you told me Elliot looked like me, which Elliot, when you know he was, doing? was a little I was, boy. I just stared at you. I'm like, I'm just looking at your nose. But I'm like, Elliot, when he was a little boy, looked like my dad. He looked like my father. It was terrifying. He would look at me sometimes and like in the NICU and I'd be like, holy crap, I'm holding my dad in a baby. Like it was so weird. And then he added yeah. a few pounds. He crossed. You, that's you. Yes. Brad, 70. Alexis, 30. And, and that's Brady. Brady. Elliot is okay. Brady. Okay. But the other funny thing is these two sometimes look alike. Carmelina and James. But Elliot and Carmelina never look yeah, alike. Yeah, Elliot's... El- Elliot is smaller. He's so tiny. He's got like smaller features. Oh my God, features. look at this. Brady's... Or not Brady, geez. Um, James has a little bit more like round, look pudgy features. Look at the size difference. They're tw- Elliot is 24 days older than her. That's them. <laughs> He's a little guy. He just hit 10 pounds. Which is wild. He's a preemie, though. Wild. Yeah, preemies, they grow slower. Okay, we got to wrap up. This might be our shortest podcast. I know, which honestly is probably better because otherwise we go for like six and a half hours. That's fine. Next time. No, I just want to go to the pepper next time. <laughs> we'll just do that. I've been waiting. The the podcast. Oh my God, that was the last time I saw you. Remember we went to the pepper like three weeks before I gave birth and I got enough for like... What? We went to the pepper... Like three weeks before I had the babies. And remember, I ordered queso, enchiladas, and a taco. <laughs> but no. you got Did a margarita we? all by yourself. And I remember I was like, can I have a virgin margarita? 
Did we? Yeah, we were there for like three hours. That was when you first told me about like. Oh. Life. Yeah. Yeah. And then I gave birth. I forgot about that. Then I gave birth. And the next time I saw you was when I had gotten home. We sat at the little double chair. Yes. Double seat. Yep. Or like the one table seat. And then I literally saw you the week we brought the boys home. Because you were selling the condo and the unit next to us. Did you sell it? No. No. Um. Wow. I don't know who lives there though. But anyways. No. Good memory. Yeah. I do remember that. And I remember I ordered like. Wait. I got a marg without you getting a drink? Yeah. No. I didn't. Yeah. You did. You were like I need a margarita. And then. Did I? Mm-hmm. Wow. It was bad. It was stressful. You were stressed. I was. I, I remember going. And you, I also you. remember you ordered it and you literally word for word were like, I feel so bad for you that you can't have one. And I was like, I'll get a oh, virgin. God, my bad. <laughs> um, I probably really needed, I don't remember. I was probably no, so No, you did. Out. I remember you were um, stressed. I remember going, it was you, me, and Alexis. Yes. And I, Brad showed up, which is the first time I met Brad. Yep, that was a few years, two years ago. Oh, at least. Yeah, two years ago. Maybe we were longer. coming out of COVID. Maybe longer. Yeah. Um, no, it would have been longer. What year did you get married? We're going in June of this year. We'll be on our three year anniversary. So three. years It was ago. before that. Yeah. So you got married in what? Twenty one or twenty? Twenty one. Um, June nineteenth, twenty twenty one. Had to think about that. Twenty twenty one. It was. I know it was nineteenth, but so. Yeah, 2021. Uh, so, we, so it was t- probably 2020. 2020. Probably three years ago. Yeah. So we ended up, yes. But that was, I remember me, you, and Alexis going. Brad came like And Brady, probably, I think, came later too. I don't think Brady came. Did he? I think he did. They all. The, Brad and Brady both came late. Could have been. Yep. And then we it, also was drank. La- it was two years ago. We drank on the podcast and then we went to Ridley's and I did. That the- was the worst. That was probably the worst. So I. That's probably the worst podcast you've ever done. No. In terms of chaos. Yes. It was. <laughs> it wasn't chaos. bad. It was a fun episode. My rolling cooler. That was the most drunk I got on the podcast. Yes. Honestly, um, probably like two months ago. I had Abmel on here. We were drinking bourbon. Oh, God. We got like. We felt Tipsy. pretty good. Yeah. Bourbon hit good. Amel. But Amel's great. Great guy. Brady just met Amel at the uh, 20 under 40 ceremony. Yeah. Caitlin and Amel were both in it with me. There you go. We were all GFNB. three 20 under 40. Aren't, weren't you on that? Yes. That was the last event I went to before I gave birth. There you go. Gave birth like three days later. You know, do you want my autograph? <laughs> I probably had the magazine. I didn't read it. I, so I get all the Strictly Business magazines. They're great magazines. I just don't have yeah, time to read I them. Actually like so I actually like So I just stack them up and I'm like, I'll read them eventually, which I never will. But um, <laughs> I have it probably in my office. I, I have My probably, dad actually likes them. They're, they're, Scott Cuter likes them. <laughs> they're, they're awesome magazines. I just don't read them. So like, yeah. I get them and I'm like, great. I see who's on the cover. I open it up, see who's in the magazine. If it's somebody I know, I flip and look at the picture and I throw it away. Like, yeah. I, no, I don't throw it away. I store it. I have them all. I just don't read them. Everything's digital now. Magazines are hard. Well, no, I physically keep the magazine, but I, I don't physically read them. I just don't make the time to do it, but they're yeah. good. Okay. We're going to okay, wrap up there. you have to go get Oakland. I do. It's 5, 12 p.m. 2.45, 2.46. I'll come back sooner next time Two f- before yeah. I give birth to my third child. Also, fun fact, folks. Not a fun fact, but just, just a disclosure. We chatted an hour before we probably started the podcast, mm-hmm. so... So you're you're sorts, getting a two hour I podcast. I gave you all sorts of gossip scoop. You did, but we were we were. It's five fifteen now. You came here at like two. 
And we've only had two hour podcasts. Shout out to Grandma Knight for babysitting my kids. Is Brady home? He got home at three. But she had to watch him for the hour. In between. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. All right. Yep. Put him down for a nap and Grandma came in the door. Beautiful. All right. Episode 246, one of our all-time favorite guests. I want to say one of our, the all-time favorite guests. The, lead, the leading uh, the leading total. Yeah. Can I call you AHC? Yeah. Those are my initials. Sound, sounds boss now. H- Anna Hewitt Channel. Twin mom. Twin mom. I'm in my twin era because I love Taylor Swift and you make okay, fun of me Okay, relax. For you need to relax. Also, anybody that said, who's she dating now? Taylor, or Travis, Travis Kelsey? Travis Kelsey. Aren't you so glad that she put Travis Kelsey on the map? Wink, wink. <laughs> so I heard this thing the other day that it's a joke. Sorry, last thing I was going to say is Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map. It's a trending video. If anybody is remotely under, okay, is it a joke? Yes, it is. The I joke like- is as as a Taylor Swift fan, you you record yourself asking your partner who watches football. Isn't it so crazy? Oh, it's like that a thing? T- yes, you record your husband's reaction to you saying, isn't it so crazy that Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map and they all freak out? So I did it to Brady the other day. I'm sitting at the table. I didn't record it. I just did it. I said, I go, Brady, isn't it so crazy that uh, Taylor Swift dating Travis Kelsey put Travis Kelsey on the map? He looked at me with a stone cold silver face and he was like, get out. Go in the other room. That's ridiculous. Like, he was, like, offended, like, bothered. Travis and Kelsey, I was like, I'm kidding. Tra- Travis Kelsey today is the best N- the best NFL tight end in yes. the league. That's the joke, though. Slash maybe the best ever. Yes. But that's part of the joke. And the thing, yes. And the so thing it's is, like, like two worlds colliding. But the point is, is he's getting all this media right now. Like, he just got a, it just this morning. Trav- I got a notification. Travis Kelsey gets one million followers on Instagram because he's dating Taylor Swift. And I'm like, the fact that it was Taylor Swift that put him over the edge of one million shows oh you how much hold she has on the world. And pop. Oh, culture. I don't doubt that. But, but Travis Kelsey is. He's yes. Filthy For football good. fans. He's, an, he's all, an all-star. He's an all-timer. Yes. All right. But that's the joke is you ask your partner that. Also, the last Taylor Swift song that I know of. Oh, God. That that I know of is... Probably like what? Teardrops on my guitar. Okay, that's from her first album. So I'm impressed, though. That's an OG. That... That's wanna, what made me fall in you, love with her. You want to go even deeper. I... That's what she said. I... First song I've heard of Taylor Swift was actually Tim McGraw. Okay, yeah, that's another OG classic. Taylor Swift, also, fun fact for local lights. Opened for Brad Paisley at the fair. In Vermont. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Yeah. That was, I was going to say that. But yes. I knew you were going to say that before you said it. That's it. <laughs> and I have not listened to Taylor Swift since. And I I have nothing against her. You I'm should. sure her she's great. F- um, I Evermore lis- is a great album. I'm sure it is. I listen to the same 90s, 2000s music. I've turned it to my parents. I listen to the same old school music I listened <laughs> to in high school. And I do not regret it. Uh, okay. Episode 246, Gail Trombley Show, and Hewitt Channel. We love her. We're out. Thank you for listening to the Galen Trombley Show. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the episode. You can follow me on all social platforms at Galen Trombley. Thanks for listening.